Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This episode of An Unexpected Podcast is brought to you by Christopher Walters. Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to An Unexpected Podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, and a little village called Amandra. This week, we are meeting someone we didn't quite expect as we cover the white writer as a part of our journey through Middle Earth. Who is it, As? Who is it? Who is it? It's someone special. <laughs> He's a, he, this someone is so near and dear to me. He's oh. so... I, actually, this is... Uh, Did you feel like you were coming home in a way or home was coming back to you? Right, yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels really good. I'm really excited for this chapter, so... I actually uh, told Lane to kind of uh, help push us along because I will probably want to just, you know, hyper-focus on a couple lines and not move on. That's he just... has faith in literally the worst uh, uh, I know, that's... pacekeeper <laughs> in the history well, of the you know, Lord of the Rings. I but hey, you know, it's... I, I feel inspired. I feel like, you know, maybe that's the task you're laying upon me, Gandalf, yeah. and and um, I can, you I can, can rise it. to meet the challenge. I'm thinking of a John Mayer song, all right? So I feel like the last how many chapters since we lost... Um, whoever it is we're about to meet this chapter yeah that yeah. Uh, you've just been thinking something's missing yeah and I don't know how well, to fix it yeah something's missing and I don't know what it is it's Gandalf no I don't know what it is it's Gandalf at all it's Gandalf yeah. Has that been the song of your that's, heart, bro? That's kind of where I'm at. It's a great song, by the way. John yeah. Mayer. Yeah. Heavier Things. Go check it out. Okay. 
I uh, no, I mean that, that's that's where I'm at. That really, you know, I mean, I guess he can. That's proof he can kind of you know connect with uh, anything and everything. <laughs> you know, so. Or it's just a random one. Table of contents. Did you say this already? Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Pretty much a straightforward episode, guys. Yeah. It, Except uh, Ezra is just going to be fanboying the whole time. Right. Yeah. So nothing. Yeah. Straightforward. Um, should be pretty good. We got some. Yeah. Uh, well, some cool little nidbits. We got some packages mm. in the mail. So mm. by order post is literally. Uh, I mean, it's it's literally overflowing now too. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's if like, I okay, so I, I have to apologize for any mouth breathing you hear. Um, I am congested and. Uh, was just bragging to one of my uh, friends at work, Josh Brown, that um, I never get sick. Like, yeah. I never get sick. Never yeah, get yeah, sick. Not, and here I am on a sick day, sick, sick, congested, yeah. uh, headache, sinus issues, you, you, you name it. So if you hear any, <sighs> it's just me over here. That's all. But when I can catch a, a good sniff, Man, I'm yeah. smelling something pretty delicious. As what are we sniffing on right now? Well, yeah. So uh, basically, we've got these. Um, we got in the mail some candles. We're mm. always talking about the. We typically burn a candle. Uh, I often talk about the hand soap that's in the in the uh, bathroom <laughs> here at uh, at the Smiths. And uh, this is a hand poured uh, soy candle from Texas Candle Cakery. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is www.texascandle. Uh, Cakery.com. Yes. Our good friend and upper, uh, Rachel, noticed that we tend to always burn a candle yeah. during uh, during a reread, right? We we get out. We like to engage all the senses here. We really okay? even touch every once in a while because Ezra <laughs> plays footsie. You guys know that. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, she sent this message a while ago said, hey, I'd love to send you some candles. I was like, um, are you kidding me? We would love that. I think I tried to keep it kind of secret from Ezra because I wanted it to be a surprise. Yeah, I had no idea. So he, he came here today and I was like, dude, we got to go pick up a package. I said, a package is in. He's he, like, a huge package, by the way. It's huge. Yeah. I was like, uh, I was like, you don't know what, you can't think of what it is? He's like, no, dude, no, no. I was like, all right, cool. I'm not going to tell you. It's a surprise. I know what it is. So we opened this up and I don't, I'm looking at how many candles, Ez? Maybe 10? Like candles. five of each yeah. for each of us? She even threw in one for uh, Matt Brady. Because of right. how much you guys love eggnog. Yes. So we have an eggnog. We have a strawberries with cream. We have a pumpkin spice latte. We have a tobacco. We're, lis- we're, smell- we're listening to. We're smelling the tobacco pipe one right now. Right. Uh, these candles, guys, they're, they're soy. They're all natural. They're hand poured. Rachel does this herself. Yeah. Yep. Uh, each candle is unique in that way because they're individually hand poured. Um, go check out her website. Get some of her candles. We do have a, a challenge. Yeah, we do. We have not talked to her about this yet, Rachel, so we're putting you on the spot. We're sorry. Yeah. But we thought it might be kind of cool to go to the next level. Yeah. And maybe this book club, this podcast has a signature candle. Yeah. And I think you know the name. As what's the name? Don't forget the sniffing. You <laughs> An know? unexpected candle. An unexpected sniff. Don't forget this. <laughs> you know? I mean, Make it whatever you want. Maybe it could smell like the Shire. Maybe well, it could smell I, like Essence Wouldn't it be kind of cool? I mean, maybe she has a couple of different... Like, I don't know if... if uh, she could maybe send us something. We could do a poll, almost, mm. and maybe kind of like, you know. Now that, we're talking. Now we're talking influences I think we, yes, again. I think, we, we put her on the spot, guys. Okay. So if, if we can't, so Rachel, okay, you're going to get us some a, a list of flavors to choose from, scents to choose from. We'll put it up in a in a poll, and maybe the winner that could be the uh, yeah the don't forget the sniffing yeah candle yeah I just wow. Think, It'd be awesome, right? It'd be awesome. It'd be really cool. But all I know so, is this is a beautiful smell. Uh, we might have to switch over to strawberries with cream when we do strawberries with cream. Okay. I don't know if that's possible. But yeah, we yeah. can make it happen. Yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, so super exciting. Yeah, um, bud. All right. So thank you, Rachel. Thank you for that. That is yes. amazing. Yeah. Beautiful gift. So. Okay, uh, let's see. 
we're, we're in quick counsel. Correct. Yeah, we are. Okay, just so you guys know, we're, that's where we're at. We jumped there quickly. Um, quick apology to Caleb Smith uh, last week. Guys, I mean, by the end of my reading there, I mean, he knows it. Um, Lane knows it. I just, like... Like it was so serious, and I was doing such a good job, and so I, it's such a good, it's it's well written. The orchids, I, um, how did it go? Um, the um, the orchids will be in, uh, um, sorry, uh, orchids and blossom in the in in, in the in the thicket, and, oh, and the man. thick the thick of the strawberries. Um, sorry, uh, <laughs> I just lost my my focus. You it was like we could do a mashup where we take Sam actually saying the line. And you and me, like right after it, yeah, right. <laughs> just for me, just yes. for me, <laughs> yes. No, because like I, I halfway, through I really through am kinda, just teasing you. you I know, know, I know, but halfway through, I kind of realized where where it was going. I was like, oh well, oh, jack that up, just just push through, <laughs> just push through. <laughs> but uh, you know, it was really well written. It was just very poorly read. So well, it was late at night, super. Late. It had been. It, it was a, a a pretty emotional, uh, you know, Bywater Post Tolkien story. So. You know, but hey, you were a little fried, bro. Remember your Shire. Okay. Remember your Shire. So. Yes. Hey, and honestly, yes. today, you know, we are actually uh, still it's still daylight. So it's, it is. You know, it's actually morning, fitting for the White Rider, which is showing great. up, shining like the sun. Yeah. Yeah. We. I don't know if we've ever done this Thursday morning at. This is great. Ten o'clock. It's actually great. This is awesome. Feels really good. Yeah, so that's um, for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, into dropping eaves. We're gonna get yeah, there because we have a lot eaves. to talk about yeah. this chapter. So yep. we'll drop some eaves. Um, Amazon TV show news. Uh, first up there, there nothing nothing new, but there was an article. Oh, ha- happy Halloween, by the way. Just just passed. Happy yeah. birthday to yeah. Peter Jackson on the 31st. He has a Halloween baby. Nice. Um, and Goldberry's birthday is coming up on the 3rd. Yeah. So this weekend will be a big celebration. She doesn't want one, but uh, I'm going to make sure it's a great weekend for her. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, just uh, two days ago on Tuesday, the 30th, um, there was a new article that came out. Just pretty much summarized everything we already know. Nothing new. Peter Jackson won't be involved. Um, you know, it won't retell the Lord of the Rings story. Um, not sure if any of the uh, um, characters will will be involved again. Any of the actors I, from, from what we what we've learned, basically, it won't even take place in Middle Earth. Um, yeah, I think it's it's uh, a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. So what? This is breaking ago. news, guys. This this stuff is coming out, and it's like, I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't know. They, we have no idea of the casting, and it's a couple of years away. <laughs> what else so do this, we not know? This article is pretty much telling us how much we don't know, but it's what we know so far. So, you know what? We've talked about this um, ad nauseum, given the the amount of news we've gotten so far, that we're game for whatever. We're excited to see where this goes, whether they do some kind of anthology where they focus on a different character every season, or whether they, you know... Uh, uh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Go back and tell the origin story. Yeah. Or if they start yeah. with Aragorn and we just kind of see the response and go from there. We're good with whatever. We just feel the more Middle Earth and the more Tolkien we have out there, the better. The better. Okay. So let's keep that rolling. Yep. Um, thinking uh, the response to the whole uh, starting a Narnia podcast book club was... That was extreme. It was pretty uh, pretty big deal. I mean, we got, even got some personal messages. Right. Now, now, um, now mind advocating you... Advocating that. You know, we, we would not, we are not stopping this podcast. So, uh, you know, that would be a, I mean, that, that's some pretty strong support. So it is. And we uh, were, t- we were kind of messing around and kicking around too, how fun that would be. Yeah. Uh, Cause we both love Narnia. Um, we do. Yeah. So, so, uh, we'll say we'd have to get the name just right though. So I was, I was thinking maybe uh-huh. f- we could keep the whole up theme going. Yeah. Further up, further in. Yeah. 
Ezra didn't like you, that one. So no, we're gonna have to keep I, I searching. actually do. I actually do like it. I just, I, I just am blown away that you're. you're this is what you do, man. Yeah. You're a slogan it's, machine. It's not a great name for a podcast, though. But we could keep well, but that a could similar like a, logo. And you know, it can also be like would a, be there, like the phrase. You, you said like, yeah. kind of like a, a motto. Join us as we go further up and further in. Yeah, there you go. Oh, geez, we shouldn't give this away. Yeah, what people are going to take it? Crap! What is wrong with you? Hopefully, there's no lion heads out there. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyway, that's entertaining. We will definitely think about that, and uh, who knows what the future holds, guys? Who knows? We we know some of what it holds, but uh, we got to get there first. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Tolkien biopic. Still no major. News, although I do have a leak from an insider, someone involved in production, that it will be coming out within the next six months. So, wow. if you believe me, then, um, then God then, bless you. Yeah. Uh, no, but I did attach, <laughs> and I'll post these on the group, uh, I did attach some uh, photos, as you're looking at those right now, yeah, I am. from yeah. production. Yeah. So, it looks like, um, the one I, was, I referenced last week was um, Tolkien out, it looked like he was at school, it looks like he's been playing some rugby, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. He's got his collar, he's got his high socks, and his... Uh, his boots there, and he's covered in mud. Uh, man, I tell you, those old rugby jerseys were just sick, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, talking to someone, I'm not really sure who that lady is. Um, no idea. Uh, and then there's a shot of, uh, not while they're shooting, they're just kind of off off camera because they're wearing big like North Face jackets. Yep. Nicholas Holt and uh, Lily Collins, who plays um, Edith Bratt, uh, who would become Edith Tolkien. And then down below, Lily Collins side by side with uh, Edith. That's a pretty they, shocking, huh? It is actually. They, they nailed the casting, and I tried to find there was there was a good um, side by side of Nicholas and and Tolkien himself that I, I couldn't find. It got lost in the mm-hmm. in the Google world. But again, like spot on, man. If they can get this when they get this thing out, I think like showing showing his involvement in the war, showing this this love story. Yeah, it's gonna be. We're gonna need to bring some some Kleenex to, I, I, to the that's theater, fine. or we're just gonna be balling on each other's shoulders. That's fine. Kind of a deal. It does so. look. I love the the, the images though because it really does. Look I mean, yeah, awesome. Yeah, you know, beautiful. So anyway, that to look forward to. Like I said, next six months, put put some money on it. But, go to yeah. Vegas. Right. I want to put some money on the Tolkien biopic. See, um, <laughs> in other corners of Middle Earth, we've got an update on the Billy Boyd World Tour. Charlotte, we're sorry you have not gotten him yet. Yeah, he's been lost in Fangorn. Billy has been lost in Fangorn. I think we've recently found him. So, guys, we're, we're apologizing because it's not Charlotte who has not gotten us photos. Billy just, we haven't gotten Billy to her yet. Right. And so. And uh, he's coming. He's on his way. We truly thought we sent Billy out. <laughs> um, and actually, Billy's packaged and addressed and everything. Uh, he just got lost in Fangorn. The white so. writer isn't always, you know, efficient. Yeah, he works his own time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. There, and actually, so there's, there's, there's probably something, a, a greater power at work there. So I think so. We'll see. I think so. But he will be to Charlotte <laughs> very soon, and we'll get some wonderful pictures. Yeah. Um, some poll results. Uh, this week, we, we asked, do you find Treebeard boring or fascinating? Uh, thankfully, this was overwhelmingly uh, fascinating. 92% of you said, yep, I'm intrigued by him. 8% said, find him kind of boring, and that's okay too. 160 votes there. And then our bonus poll, uh, you know, just because I needed to know, do you like how big phones are these days? Yeah. Uh, yeah, bro, big screen got 44% of the vote, which means, you know, I'm not the minority. I'm in the majority. Yeah. No, I miss thumb texting, referring to smaller phones, being able to one-hand it. Got 56% of 100 votes. Yeah, we're getting a really good... Uh, I think we just need to campaign to, to Apple and say it needs to happen. Bring back the bring SE. Back. Yeah. I don't know why you cleared cleared them all off within a week, yeah. right before I was going to get them. Yeah. But they're gone. Erica Barnes said she got one you know, three weeks ago. 
Great. Now here I am calling in a Verizon. I called in a Verizon. They were like, oh, yeah, no problem. We've got tons of them. We'll ship them. And then she went to place the order and she goes, oh, oh, that's weird. I have to apologize. I'm like, huh? Yeah. She's like, yeah, they, I, I guess they're, they're not. They're not available any longer. It's like, cool. Yeah. And my screen just cracked. So now I'm looking through a cracked. Yeah, it's I can't just, even get a hold it, of you. Dude, my anymore. phone, you know what my phone is? It's the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yeah, man, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I made a lot of modifications. I just don't know if it could. It could yeah, yeah, right. I'm not sure if it could make the Kessel Run <laughs> at all. Not anymore. Uh, at all. At one but time, back in baby. The day. Back in the day. Yeah. It's time, for sure. Wow. All right, man. Well, cool. I'm glad to see the engagement on those on those polls, man. I, I, oh, that, yeah. Oh, well, so, just the Facebook uh, group awesome. in general. I mean, you guys are you guys are yeah. crazy. It's impossible I mean, to keep up. By the way, real quick, uh, shout out to everyone who uh, some of our new listeners, people who yes. have, have recently come into the group because uh, I've gotten some of your messages here and we've we've gone in and, and just replied to you quickly just to sort of say we love you and yes. we're glad you're here. Yeah, uh, part of the fellowship. And a lot of people are coming into those episodes one and two, and they're sending their their bywater post in on Facebook Messenger, yeah. which yeah. is fine. Still, yeah. uh, I'm collecting those and putting those in a separate doc, and so uh, they're. They're coming. They're and, coming. And Phil, your review finally came through. Oh my god! I thought I heard angels singing yesterday. I checked it yeah. and it said, you know, Phil Seidel has left a uh, has left a review. I'm like, yeah, right again, right again. So yeah. for those of you who don't remember, like we, Phil has his review has been trying to come through for the past three three months, four months. I would get a notification price six times a day saying that, like. <laughs> Phil, Phil Seidel has left the review. review. I was like, man. <laughs> and then I would look at it because we would get like a Wouldn't preview. We get a yeah. preview of it though. The first like, couple well, lines. It's the same thing. Yeah. I was like, is it just, yeah. So uh, some glitch there with Facebook because we saw it for weeks on Maybe end. Maybe it took that long for them to review the, the whole thing. I'll tell you what, we'll never forget Phil because <laughs> no, I mean that. Was, that's right, man. But uh, really kind words spoken there. We appreciate that. Like all of you guys uh, communicate to us. Yeah. We don't hear any negativity. It's it's a beautiful thing. You guys are wonderful. Um, yeah, go check you. out some of Phil's posts. Uh, he's been doing uh, yeah, that, you know, quite history. a bit. Yeah, with the history uh, bit there. And then uh, he's in Discord all the time, by the way, guys. Yep. So um, I'll see it. Uh, I'll see you know him and others jumping in there at work. And I try to jump in when I can. So um, that's definitely a fun little place to go and just have yeah. a it's real informal, you know, conversation mm-hmm. back and forth. Uh, so, yeah. All right, my friend. Jump into the reread. That is record time. How fast was that? 20 That's, minutes? We're, yeah, we're under. Yeah, I know. Holy moly. I know. I'm feeling it. That's fine. You saved us plenty of time to really talk about this awesome chapter. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You know, get after it. So I wanted to honor your, you know, your your yeah. love of this character, your yeah. desire to really dig deep into Gandalf. Yep. That's what I like to do. Yeah. You know? So weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. Where to begin here? Where to so, start here? Okay, How about first, a recap from last chapter? Yeah, let's, let's, let's go ahead and recap it. Um, so, okay, last week we had the uh, the hobbits were um, moving through the forest, and uh, as they're as they're drinking some water there, uh, they uh, come across someone they didn't the ex- oldest, you know, yeah, the oldest, oldest being in Middle Earth, yeah, you oh, know, uh, tree beard, no big deal, yeah, no big. <laughs> um, so they they interact with him. Uh, by the end, they're passed off to um, another int, uh, qu- uh, quick beam, yep. you know, and so the int mood happens. We yeah. talk about Isengard. They're fired up. They're ready to go. And uh, by the by the end of that chapter, the ints are marching. Yes. And I, I, I think what I like about th- that chapter in this chapter is the stories that. Okay, so in that chapter uh, last week in Treebeard's chapter, they're kind of talking about the songs that would be sung. Yeah. 
you know we and don't it's often like have that do we well i guess we kind of do we sometimes we do with, here with and bilbo there. and and yeah and the yeah. hobbits and stuff and and j- j- i love the, the the idea of thinking about and i even think about this sometimes just in our own lives just great to have moments. that adventure you yeah. know yeah the the songs that will be sung you know when this is going to be, be kind of I, I i don't even know how to say this without being like i don't know but when my time comes mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. i want my friends to gather in the woods yep. okay you've told I, me this before. i, I have all right yeah. and I, I told i want you to make a i want you to make this 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 pyre all right, and I want you. Are we to... burning your body? No. no. Uh, well, I mean, you, I mean, <laughs> you might want to talk to my family about that, but uh, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't be mind. Kind of cool, wouldn't it? It would be kind of yeah, cool, yeah. actually. And just send me off. You know, sing the songs, talk about the good times, and and that sort of thing. And I, I thought about Treebeard and the long life that he's that he's lived there. Yeah. And just that this is something that will be sung about. Yeah. This and and, and they kind of know that they're going to possibly their doom. Yeah, it's what they, it's what they say, yeah. you know, and it's sort of like, but here we go. Yeah, we'll do our part. Yeah, we will, and, and be worthy of remembrance, kind of. Yeah, a thing. and it yeah. just really inspired me. I, I was inspired by that conference I went to a couple weeks ago, and uh, you know, we've it's just a, been having a good time too. Haven't yeah, we? I it's, mean, it's we like have. get up, you know, go. What can you do? Just be inspired. Well, the, um, the tide's turning, Ezra. It is. <laughs> There's a storm, and the tide has turned, my friend. The, uh, and, and, and it's funny you're talking about that because and I'm sure this is where you were going, but I'm going to cut you off and take ahead. credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> we have a character in the same in this chapter, yeah, right? Who's yeah. who? We you know we don't know who it is yet. Who yes. he is, right? It, or she, and um, kind of doing the same thing. We get a, a glimpse inside this character's mind, looking ahead, and yeah. for the first time, this character has clarity about what's to come and what's probably going to happen. And we're reading it, and we're like, oh shoot. Yeah, and we're, we're we imagine sitting there with our three hunters, thinking, "Wow, this is this is a big deal. This is gonna be put in a song someday." Uh, uh, yeah, like the reality, you know, you get so stuck in in your in your quest, right? Yeah, you think about us personally. Yeah. You get so stuck in your yeah. daily quest. You set your mind at the beginning of each day of how you want to try and live that day, and and you do that so repetitively, and you get into a routine of doing good things. Guys, I'm already crying. Of doing good things, right? <laughs> and then every once in a while, you're taken out of that moment, and you think. Okay, you know what this this <clears throat> what I'm doing here is worth it. Yeah, what I'm doing here, uh, um, if no one else remembers, I know the people closest to me will remember who I'm trying to be. Yep, you know, and we're, we're getting that we're getting that here for I, sure. I just want to say that the White Rider came back at a time in my life when I <sighs> needed him most. Jeez, dude. And this is we we, we often talk about how the chapters Your parallel life. what's going on. I know. And I'm telling you right Can't now, I, I said this last week too, and it was like, I didn't even really think about it, but I was talking about just where I'm at in my life and the negativity and the things that have been going on. And I, I sent Goldberry and, uh, and, and Lane, a, you know, a couple text messages just talking about how I'm trying to be more positive and keeping my friends and, and people in this group are so positive. Like, you know, yeah. sometimes you want to, um, you know, we've talked about social media getting kind of whatever, but like, I want to dive in there because you guys are so positive. There's so yeah. much goodness. This is a place we can go to and, uh, we can sit at the feet, you know, of this great man, of this, of this great individual the son in his who has been sent back to us yeah. in, in, in our greatest, you know, time of need. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's they may have nine, but we have we one. Have the one. Get off me. Get out of here, dude. <laughs> I, uh, None of your weapons can over. harm me. It's over. The episode's nothing, over. Nothing you wield can harm me. Yep, that's it. Oh, it was good, guys. Man. Okay. Go ride with the white one. 
Sorry, I got to get all this stuff out of my eyes here real quick. Get a little um, misty up in the windows. Yeah. Yeah, okay. man. But you know, you're right. I didn't think about that. Is, um, you know, this is, this is funny because this is a dark time of year, right? It's getting darker right. every single day. Uh, I guess it has been since July, but whatever. You're, it's really starting to hit you. Time changes this weekend, so we'll have even less light at night. Does it really? Yeah, yeah it well. does. We fall back up here in the northern hemisphere. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we, we need a white rider. We need, we need some light. We need a glimmer of hope. We need... Uh, to feel like we're not stuck in this quagmire anymore. Yep. You know, and uh, this character definitely provides that. He does. So you want me to give a do the summary for this? Brief. Brief summary. Sure. Yep. Brief summary. Brief summary. Brief summary. So our hunters, they, uh, they, they read some clues. They play Sherlock again. Of course, Aragorn comes out on top because, well, he's just that good of a tracker. Um, and uh, they, they lead, you know, they're led into uh, Fangorn. They come to Treebeard's Hill. They find some hobbit footprints, and they meet someone there they do not expect. Kind of a, a case of mistaken identity, possibly, as well. Um, and then, uh, you know, stories are told. Right. Pretty much, we sit we sit during this chapter a lot. Yes, we, we do. We sit, and we tell the tales, and we hear the stories, and we get a peek inside of of uh, of, of one of these characters' minds. Um, yep. And then, uh, by the end, we're headed off in a new direction to the halls. Well, I guess really where we were going to return in the, in the first place. Yes. Uh, return our horses and go see the King of the Mark. Right. Um, so, really, really cool. We have some reflections on last chapter, yes, which I do. probably should have read before. That's, Sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah, I, um, yeah. Grace Harvey, just finished this episode. The Ents have to be my favorite characters. I love their connection to the Earth, no pun intended, <laughs> and how Tolkien gives life to trees in his books. Also, a cool connection to Rowan trees symbolize Courage, wisdom, and protection. Wow. There you go. See, I yeah. love this because you guys provide us with stuff that, you know, would have taken us years to figure out. That's awesome, Grace. Yeah. Thank you. And then uh, Stefan Glockner, love tree beard. It keeps me in mind of the energy of old growth forests around the world. There are some here in Australia, especially Tasmania. Didn't even think about that. There yeah. would be. Um, where there are truly ancient trees. Tolkien draws wonderful images in his books and his love for nature as opposed to the machine. Yes, becomes more obvious. The whole story of the Entwives is truly sad and beautiful. Excellent thought, thoughts from uh, Stefan there. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, man. All right, here we go. Shall we Shall we embark? We shall. All right. Um, you get as lost as you want, too. It's all right. We're in a Well, I kind of just want to skip to the best parts. You know? <laughs> so like, it's like, you know. Well, we can breeze through some of this early yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, th I think maybe we will just because, you know, I mean, Gimli's acting like a bird, flapping around, stamping his feet. I didn't actually quite get that until you. Like you, you I had mentioned him. It, imagine you know? him just looking like a penguin. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, but he, but he's chilly. You know, cold. He's he's cold. Cold morning, and so he's, uh, you know. But they they had just woken up, uh -huh. uh, and last night, you know, actually the last time we had left them, I think it's important to reflect on. They had seen, uh, Gimli had seen two a chapters figure. ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, had seen someone yes. who looked like what he thought was Saruman. It's got um, chills, bro. Yeah. The way you deliver that, I just got chills. Well. Because it puts me right back in that moment. Yeah. And imagine just sitting at that fire. I know. Right? And this doesn't happen very much. I mean, there's a lot of magical things that go on. Yeah. But not very often are we surprised like this. Yes. And then just left in utter confusion. I know. And that's where we were. Where a figure shows up, and then our horses are gone, too. Yes. What's also kind of intense about that, knowing what we know here, is how close these two figures were to each other in those woods. Yeah. You talk about... Yeah, it is. A throwdown. Yeah. I mean, like... And not knowing. Not knowing. Yeah, exactly. Just great powers at work. Um, <laughs> so anyways, you know, they had lost... In, in the night, uh, they, they start to kind of talk about how the horses 
um, had had left them. Yeah, had you know, um, but but it was kind of a riddle, though. Yes, what, was it not? I mean, that was sort of the thing. Is that Legolas? Legolas is able like, to kind of read their almost their whinnies in a yeah, way, and their their exactly. lang- their horse language. Right? He says. Um, I heard them clearly, but for the darkness in our own fear, I should have guessed that they were uh, beasts wild with some sudden gladness. They spoke as horses will when they meet a friend that they have long missed. Right. There's a clue there. Yep. Right? We're thinking exactly. like, okay, interesting. So we, we thought that this figure or, you know, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm reading it through this, this moment. I'm thinking that figure who showed up at the fire, right? Sure. And that's not even who it really is. That's but, right. But yeah. Well, um, and then... Yeah, we even get thrown another curveball at the very, very end. Yeah, right. It's like it's not necessarily the friend who we think that you know it is. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. it's someone else more near, near and dear to them. Yes, exactly. Uh, you know, which is which is cool. Yeah, pretty cool. So, <clears throat> um, now, th- now, they were looking for the tracks, right? And, yep. a, and another one of these riddles is that there's this heavy. Um, G- Gimli says, "You know, don't forget the old man," as we said. Yes. But it, th- they're looking at the at the uh, the boot. Marks, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's it say here? Uh, maybe, said the elf, but a heavy boot might leave no print here, and the grass uh, is deep and springy. Mm-hmm. And so they're looking for those tracks. Yes. And they don't see any, correct? I mean, is it, it, right. they're, it's, it's difficult to, to kind of see. Um, they're still lo- tracking the hobbits, but again, around about where that old, old man was, they're expecting to see some tracks, and they yes. don't see any. And they don't. You know, which is... Kind of baffling, right? Even yeah. spookier. I yes, think. yes, it is. So, was it a ghost? Was it a phantom? You know, right? What was it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so I think that's pretty much it there in in, in the beginning of that. So, um, for some time, the companions crawled and groped upon the ground. So this is where we start to move. So they, they decide to move into the forest. Yep. And actually, let me see here real quick. There was uh, to find the hobbits is our errand. Yep. Whatever we may think of our visit of our visitor in the night, if they escaped. By some chance, then they must have hidden in the trees, or they would have been seen. Yeah. So um, I think at one point they even like even if it means starving, you know they yeah, talk about even, ta- yeah they don't have a lot of provisions. Right. Gimli's saying you know you know we may only find them just to sit down and die with them. Yeah. Right. Right. And Aragorn, this line, gosh, dude, he says if that's all we can provide, then we have to do it. Exactly. Yep. How amazing is that? Like what a leader. Yeah, they're giving all. I mean, yep. they're giving everything that's they have. Right. They come across these. Uh, they come across. Um, Aragorn notices uh, these leaves that are a little different, right? Yep. Finds the Malorn leaves of Lorien, the crumbs, and they're able to figure out. Okay, uh, they stopped here and had lembas bread. Finds the cords cut. They're able to cut their cords, and they. Right. He has indications now that there were two hobbits, which gives them a lot of comfort. Yeah. It wasn't just. Or is that later on? No, right here. Okay. They've, they, he, I can't remember. Well, right now they think it's one. Right. But what I think is cool is because we, we have this, uh, the, the way this is written, we know yeah. already that right. they were carried, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. one in each arm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but it's, it's not until we get uh, to the point where we see two tracks yes. or two Hobbit uh, footprints, two sets. Right. And one is a little smaller than the other. Right. And I have great they're, hope. They're kind of that afraid point. that like maybe one got away and the other yes. one didn't. Exactly. And that's what and it that seems like. that would have been like. sad. Yeah. So... But but there's yep. th- there's some uh, it's almost like a positive tension here because because we the reader know we're yep. like oh guys it's it's, it's okay everything's gonna be okay in a second you're gonna right. find out that they're good so yeah. it's actually kind of a, a neat way you almost wonder balances, when you're reading this yeah yeah but well it just balances that tension of not knowing who that old man is exactly we have no idea who that is exactly so imagine if we didn't know both 
we'd be I wouldn't want to I'd be like I give up right there's too much we're screwed yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. so we feel at we have this advantage as the reader because we know that the hobbits are safe yes um, and now we're just watching our, our, our characters kind of struggle through that yeah. but then we know if they're safe what is it that they are going to encounter? Yeah. You know, so who is it that they're that they're going to meet? So, yeah, man. so we're definitely. Can you worried. imagine reading this for the first time? Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's like that's that's where, you know, that crazy, uh, crazy. Uh, dramatic sort of uh, irony builds. Um, okay. Oh, so they see, yeah. They, they, again, as you said, you know, they, they see the everything's um, their, their bonds are are cut. All that good stuff here. Let's move. They on. see the uh, the orc blood as well. So knowing that the the orc that was their their main clue that the orc had carried them there. And then was killed. They have the Lembus. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he says, I say he, though I hope and guess both Mary and Pippin were here together. So they find the, the two Hobbit tracks later on. Right now, right. they're not really sure exactly. if it was just one or the other. Well, and they, there they, is, yeah. they, well, they keep wondering, too, like how they... I think the real riddle here is... Were their were their hands cut first, or their you know? Their, yeah, that's right. So yeah. we're just watching them sort of uh, piece it together, like, like you said, Sherlock Holmes. It man, yeah. they're, they're trying to you know uh, f figure out, and, and and Aragorn ends up winning this battle of of uh, not yeah. that it's a battle. What do you call it? like like contest of trying to yeah. figure out? They're all kind of like the reading. Yes, yep, man, it's just, and it's amazing his master his mastery of yeah what he sees and what Legolas does deduce. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, especially for you know. The vision of an elf, and uh, it just shows that um, you know that that is why they are why why they're rangers. I mean, his ability to be able to do that, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. So so let's move on here. That's that's actually pretty good. We're moving through that uh, faster than I thought For we were, which is bad. good. Well, you're just you're ready to get to. I am, yeah, but uh, light rider here. So here we go. So it was not long before Aragorn uh, found fresh signs. At one point near the bank of the Entwash, he came upon footprints. Yeah, there and so it is. here yep. we have these hobbit prints, uh, but too light for much to be made of them. Yeah. Then again, beneath the bowl of the great tree on the very edge of the wood, uh, more prints were discovered. So they're going to continue to kind of follow these. Yep. But the earth doesn't really help them out, right? It's kind of barren, right. dry, not good for prints. So yep. they're doing the best they can. And whenever they, it doesn't say whenever they stray off, he kind of, he would lead them back to the Entwash and they'd find be able to find some more yes yeah yeah exactly use that as sort because of a guide because the, they would have followed the yeah right and then as they yeah exactly as they go back down towards the uh, the entwasher there's uh the, the tracks are better yeah right yeah. so um they make they make some commentary on the woods themselves yeah uh, that's i thought this right. was kind of neat you know uh legolas is, he says uh i do not think the woods wow well, is that a typo i do not think the woods the wood the feels, wood yeah. feels evil wow yeah. I just can't read. <laughs> is that a typo? No, that's 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 you, <laughs> that's, that's you uh, not being able to read again. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you comment on? Uh, I was really comment. I was, it was the publisher. I was I was concerned about not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, whatever tales you may uh, say. So he says because uh, he, Gimli had kind heard. Of, yeah, that, and he remembers that they were warned against. Warned against. Right. Fangorn. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's all spooked out. Wigged out. Um, so they're talking about you know he's kind of listening here, peering. Um, you know, into the woods, into the shadows. Um, and he actually says something like, you know, no, it's not evil. Um, or what evil is in it is not far away. Um, yeah. Um, I catch only the faintest echoes of dark places where the hearts of the trees are black. There is no malice near us, but there is watchfulness and anger. So how, so, how cool that he can sort of like... Um, like Google Maps that in his mind. Yeah. He, he has so much awareness of the woods because yep. he is a wood elf. I'm guessing that's one mm -hmm. of his powers. Yep. 
or perceptions or abilities or senses. Yeah, he's in tune to it. Yeah, yeah. He's, be able, he's able to tell, you know, there is great evil in this forest, but it's not close to us. It's far away. We don't have to worry right here. You know, yeah. that the heart of that lies elsewhere. Right. Yeah, so, I, well, and, and again, remember, uh, Treebeard kind of talked about this as well, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. That there were these places. So they confirming was, these, that. Yeah. yeah. And he also talks about... Um, Patches almost these... Yeah, and he says, uh, you know, Gimli says, you know, I don't, angry with me, I don't want to harm him. And Legolas says, that is just as well. But not, uh, nonetheless, it has suffered harm. There is something happening inside or going to happen. Yeah. So almost kind of foreseeing this Entmu's happening, the Ents are waking up. Do you not feel the tenseness? It takes my breath. Yeah. You know, I'd like someone to almost do a little research for us and, and like look at this forest and, and think about... What were because when I'm reading this, I'm I'm thinking you know we learn that Saruman is is weaving his way through here, and the orcs are coming through, yeah. and these uh, uh, have found their way through, yeah, um, or avoided either the Ents or whoever you yeah. know, and uh, that, that those crossings or those pathways that they're that they're traveling that Saruman had found out that he'd learned from Fangorn, yep. um, might be what is causing some of I like that you just called Treebeard Fangorn too. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, might be, you know, um, something that's causing those trees' hearts to go black. Sure. Just the proximity yep. of those creatures coming past. Or, you know, again, is it tainted influence. From, from long ago? Yeah, or yeah it could it, be either. You know, or both. Right. Maybe it's boldened by what Saruman is bringing through. Uh, yeah, because you'd originally think like, well, you know, orcs are going to stay away from those evil places. No, they, they probably will venture towards those and yeah. make those stronger. Yep. And... and um, yeah, you know, support point. that up against against the the areas that are still good and and uh, well, you know, angry or, but not again. And, and if their if their hearts are if the if the hearts of those trees have already turned, you know, then yeah. um, they're not hindering those creatures right. as much right. as well. Too. It's almost so like a path through it's the like forest. A natural, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so you know, with that, the uh, three hunters kind of plunge into the forest. So yep. they've had their their conversation. Gimli's you know prepared. He's you know uh, says it says elves are strange folk. Yet you comfort me. Talking to Legolas here, we get yeah. a little little love love letter here. He says, "Where you go, I will go." Oh my gosh, not amazing. It is great. It is uh, yeah. It's you comfort me. Is what he says. Yeah. Um. So anyways, actually, a little that's a little nugget from the Book of Ruth. Yeah. Where you go, I will go. Yeah. Good Where you point. lead, I will follow. Yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 So kind of interesting companionship there. Yep. Okay. So uh, let's see. They're moving along here. The floor of the forest was dry and covered with drift, um, with the drift of leaves. Mm -hmm. And so it was that he came upon the place where Mary and Pippin had drunk uh, and bathed their feet. Yeah. Um, so there it's very plain for him to see two hobbit uh, footprints. That's where right? he, yeah, that's where he just decided. Yeah, that's, that's right. where he can kind of figure and it out. And he can see so. how old. Two days old. Yeah, two days old, right? Yep. Uh, okay. So oh, then, and this is where that line is. I'm sorry. I got to read this. Yeah. Gimli says, if we do not find them soon, talking about how their provisions are, are low and Vangorn is vast, um, we shall be of no use to them except to sit down beside them and show our friendship friendship by starving together. You know, saying that kind of tongue-in-cheek and, and like, you know, come on, Aragorn, what are we doing here? Right. And he responds with, um, if that is indeed all we can do, then we must do that. Let us go on. Wow. I mean, just like he's... Can I... The most faithful... Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people would say, well, that's the dumbest thing ever. Well, you know what? Yeah. Sometimes being faithful means throwing rationality out the window. Yeah. Yep. Like th there is no, at, at some level, there is no rationale in love. It's mm -hmm. selfless. It doesn't make any sense. Right. right? It's not for, in, in terms of self-preservation. Because yes. you will lose. You will have pain. And it won't be as easy as just going it alone. 
And he's, he's you know, proving that here that, like, yeah, if, if all we can do is lay down beside them and die, at least they won't be alone. Yep. And they'll exactly. know that we tried. Exactly. And that might give them some life. That's yeah. powerful. Yeah. So, um, love that. So, do you remember the part last chapter where Pippin and Mary were up on the hill? Like, yes. Like Treebeard's yeah. Hill? Clearly, yes. So, that's where, again, they're, they're tracking them. And so, yep. this is where they're at again. And it was around about that same time that they saw this gleam of sun. Yeah. Sunlight had made the forest look a little better. It was actually Austrian. just before. And that's what causes Pippin to kind of make the, the comment that he makes. Yeah. And then Treebeard is, you know, like this place. Yeah. It's kind He's of like, oh, Okay, well, I'm not going to squash you. Like, <laughs> You're uh, not little orcs. Yeah. So room. that same type of thing happens here. It actually says yeah. it, that, that they came at length to the to the steep, and they go up there for end. the same reason. Yeah, to take like a look. to get yeah. some air and take a look. There it is because they feel stifled and they feel kind of you know the the air is so heavy. Legolas says that that's because of uh, of the tenseness. You yeah. know, Gimli just says it's because it's an old shabby forest. Right. So difference of uh, of yeah perspective there, but right interesting. Yeah, um, and then they find uh, Treebeard's tracks, right? The different marks. That Aragorn can't read. Do you know what I just thought? This is going to sound super corny, but like, oh, if the trees, I like corn. you like okay, if the trees are uh, have this tension going on in their own hearts, and they are holding their breath, and it's their, if you think of their breath as as being something that we would breathe, wow, how stuffy that would be. Shut it down. Shut, <laughs> you know, like it goes in the nature of you know um, we breathe from them, they breathe from us. Yeah, exactly. You know, wow. I, I just kind of thought. Well, there you go, Ezra. That's a home run. That makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> that makes so much sense. Could be. Yeah, they're not. They're not letting out. Breath. They're holding their breath. That oxygen's not coming out for us. Yeah. Wow, dude. It just seems deep, like deep, bro. Because you think of tension. You said tension. Yeah. Legolas has said it. And, um, you know, Treebeard has said it. Holding so their breath. That's as where if something great is about to happen. Yeah. Yep. There it is. Wow. Oh, I tell you. I was, so right. anyway, comes upon the. Uh, the entry, uh, Treebeard's tracks, right? Right, and I, I just noted, like I said, the 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 gleams of sun were striking through the hurrying mm-hmm. clouds. You know, and it says oh, the yes. forest uh-huh. now looked less, less gray, gray and drear. drear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, I was like, that same. It happens at the same point in time. It's almost like this this spot where when people are, are approaching, this. What do you think? What do you think? Well, I'm just thinking this the the, the phrase, and I know I might, this might be like digging way too deep, and like come on, like, come back to Middle Earth, but uh, <laughs> less gray. Okay. Less okay. gray. Uh, <laughs> and less drear. Yeah. The character we're about to meet yeah, right. is far less gray. Far less gray. And he brings great hope. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. And just and also the parallels to the sun that keep coming up. You know what? Talking you, about white as the sun, bright as the sun. Sun was. It looked like sun was in his hands. Yeah. The light that emitted from him. Yep. Dude, you're taking me back to when, Snap. like, the first couple chapters of Fellowship, when, like, those lines were hopping off the page. You know what I mean? Feel rejuvenated. You feel rejuvenated. I, I do. I, it's it's uh it's something. This is this is it. I mean, is this in danger of becoming my new favorite book? Maybe. Maybe. Don't tell anyone <laughs> I ever said that. It's out I there now. I won't. No. Um, okay. So yeah, this, so they, they kind of say, I am almost sure that the hobbits have been here, uh, yeah. but there are other marks, very strange marks, which I do not understand. I wonder if we can see anything from this ledge, which will help us to guess which way they went. Yeah. And so it's upon that ledge. Um, you know, where they're kind of, we're, we're about to meet someone um, very interesting. So the shelf faced southward and eastward, but only on the east um, was the view open. There he could see the heads of the trees descending in ranks towards the plain from which they had come. Yeah. We have journeyed a long way around, said Legolas. We could not have come all, sorry, we could uh, have all come here safe together. Yeah. 
Yeah, if we had left the great the great river on the second or third day, that's something that they're yeah. thinking back about the ways that they could have different you know, paths they could have right. taken. Yeah, we would have been unobstructed. We could have come right here. Yep. And then Gimli says, you know, we weren't trying to come here. Exactly. You know? And then uh, like this is where Legolas sees that uh, yet here we are and nicely caught in the net. Yeah, exactly. Look. And Gimli says, look at what? There in the trees. Where? I have not elf eyes. Hush. Speak more softly. Look, said Legolas, pointing down in the wood, back in the way that they had just come. It is he. Cannot you see him passing from tree to tree? I see. I see now, hissed Gimli. Look, Aragorn, did I not warn you? There's the old man, all in dirty gray rags. That is why I could not see him at first. And then we see him. You want to read this next chapter? Or this next chapter? Jeezy, Lord. Yeah, Paragraph? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I have the whole thing bracketed because oh, it's, yeah, just, uh, yeah. it's good. Okay. Aragorn looked and beheld a bent figure moving slowly. It was not far away. It looked like an old beggar man walking wearily, leaning on a rough staff. <sighs> His head was bowed and he did not look towards them. In other lands, they would have greeted him with kind words, but now they stood silent, each feeling a strange expectancy. Something was approaching that held a hidden power or menace. Or both. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, and, and that's actually what Gandalf mentions later on. Yeah, did dangerous. I just say who it was? I think I, I did. I think you did, but you know, <laughs> so, it is a reread, so. <laughs> it's out. But yeah, right. and also, yeah, you're right, because just to not, I'm not going to get off track, I promise, but uh-huh. just talking about that or menace and he does he talks about what it means to be dangerous yeah and how being dangerous isn't a bad thing right and i think of oh my gosh do you talk about connection to narnia okay here you go yeah i think about uh mr beaver talking about aslan the first time yeah yeah yeah, and yeah. saying he's not safe right of course he isn't safe that's right but he's good but he's good and how we we so i know often like we we make that clean cut between danger is bad safety is good yeah when oftentimes that's not the real. That's not the, re- the reality of the situation, right? Sometimes when you're safe and you shut yourselves off, like yeah. the hobbits have in the Shire, right? It's not a good thing, right? Like like the the elves in Lothlorien have done. It's not a good thing. It yeah. leaves you isolated. It leaves you alone. It leaves you, you know, unexpected. Yep. Right. Well, I mean, think about the, the like the power of the fellowship. Yeah. That's what that that's the whole I you know I think point behind uh, that group kind of you know working together and coming from all different lands. Yeah. You know, different skills and. And what have you? It, we we got to keep going because the, the, there's a bit too where the, where the hobbits play their own role, yeah, in the hearts of all of these characters. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, oh my know. gosh. Uh, okay. <laughs> so this bent figure, you know, um, Gimli, uh, he believes it's Saruman. Yeah, and uh, he, he doesn't want him to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, um, or he's gonna he's gonna put a spell on us. Yep. Shoot first. Yeah, he says right. And, you know, Legolas actually does bend his bow, but it's very slow. Very slowly. And what happens? Some other will. Exactly. Resisted him. Yeah. So here you go. I mean, is that the figure? Is it something far greater? Is it something from, you know, uh, okay, so I can't remember. Uh, Maiar? Valar? Yeah, yeah, Valar yeah. that are, you know. That are influencing this that are influencing whole situation. This yeah, whole exactly. thing. The gods well, because are good. he's connected to that, right? He's yeah. very, you know, I mean, Legolas. Is it just his own wisdom? Is it something in with, with within him? Yeah, yeah. This familiar feeling that he maybe that maybe he has, you know. I might know who that is. And and, and I'll Jeez. tell you what, Aragorn also goes on to kind of um, really forget all of that 
And then he simply just says, it's not, it wouldn't be right. He, Legolas is in the right that we wouldn't before we know. And isn't that a recurring theme? Yes. Yeah. Err on the side of uh, giving p- people the benefit of the doubt. The pity of Bilbo yes. may rule the fate of many. Yes, it is. Yep. It, Tolkien shows us time and time again. And I often wonder if this is something he just... It, it, it could have been something that he learned before and then learned again over and over in war. Yeah. Something he just came to, a, you know, maybe from his his uh, his religion influencing him. But I was just about to say that. It's always better to wait. Yeah. And to hold... You know, it, all we, we see these characters time and time again in the position to strike first. Yeah. And when they don't... It always ends up for the best. Yep, yep. Here's the thing: is is like is like when you have advantage or, or you're able to kind of because they're in a position where they, they don't really know, you know, and and they are kind of like uh, hesitating, right? But that hesitation could be it's such a gift. It, it comes from such a, a, a good place in your heart. Yep. Uh, it, it's there for for good reasons. Yep. You know, um, yep. I think a lot of times, whatever that is, you yep. know, like like we're we're cautioned. Yep. You know, and we're taught to kind of wait, sleep on things, see how this yep. goes. Yep. Um, I don't know. Just just think of uh, it's it's the idea of even if this person is something that's bad, evil, etc. Like we'll deal with that when it sh- when when we're presented with that. Yep. But right now we don't have all the facts. We, we, like we don't know yep. all that we need to know. Right. And we can't make that. We can't loose this arrow without knowing. If, if that wouldn't have been followed, and I'm thinking way back. Way back when the ring was taken, yeah. and Elrond's right there yeah. with the seal door, yep. and he could have struck him down and thrown the ring in too. Yep, but he didn't. That's right, and that's an extreme, uh, you know, idea of what we're talking about here too. But yeah, none but, of this would have happened. Yeah, the coming yeah. together, coming together of all these different peoples, the uh, the emergence of the hobbits, uh, the great task that that Gandalf has been sent back. None of that stuff would have happened. I know. None of it would have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're right. So it, 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 it may seem like a small thing, but it is sort of like, uh, uh, here we go. Ergorn uh, says, Legolas is right. We may not shoot an old man so um, at unawares and unchallenged. Whatever fear or doubt be on us, watch and wait. Great lesson. Yeah, it is. Great lesson, honestly. Um, sometimes we, the unknown. Don't be hasty. Don't be hasty. I mean, sometimes the unknown, we get so... Um, nerve-wracked and we, we have these knee-jerk reactions to thing we, things we and this is I mean literally parallels what's going on in our world nowadays yep, yep. and that we respond so quickly to things we don't understand or, or we don't have a full picture of or and you, without thought of how to be taken or without concern yeah exactly of what we you know the, the ramifications of what we do exactly. or say yeah so I don't know anyways yeah so neat um, oh. at that moment though the old man quickened his pace and came up with surprising speed to the foot of the rock wall then suddenly he looked up while they were, while they uh, stood motionless, looking down. There was no sound. <laughs> Can you imagine this? Yeah. No Doesn't sound. he? He gets compared eventually. I know it's a couple paragraphs away, but springing as nimbly as a goat. Yeah, I wish they would have shown this a little more in the film when he springs up on the rock. Yeah. Yes. Just like yeah. he just jumps like up. There's old bent figure, and he it just freaks them out. Right. Like, whoa. Well, and also when he every time he draws himself up to his full height, you know, it's like whoa. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. Look out. You know. Yeah. Now, this is something you pointed out that I didn't notice. Uh, they could not see his face. And there's a good reason they can't see his face. Oh, yeah. Okay? Because he was hooded, and above the hood, he wore <laughs> a wide-brimmed hat. Yeah, so are we going to bring that back, as? I, I we think gonna we should. We're going to start putting our hoods up and then hats on and top. And then hats. So when I picture Gandalf now, it's sort of like it's different. I definitely yeah. see him in a different way. Yeah. Um, 
you know so he's got the hat and it, i don't know that must have been a thing you know maybe maybe it was yeah. so anyways uh but his features are kind of shadowed over yeah you know um all they could really see was that he had a gray beard um they could see the end of his nose yeah you know and uh yet it seemed to air to, to, to aragorn that he caught a gleam um that he caught the gleam of eyes keen and bright from within the shadow of the hooded brows <laughs> you know so there's something there right and uh you know it's actually the old man broke the silence and says uh well met indeed my friends he calls it <laughs> my friends yeah uh, he, he said this in a soft voice. I wish to speak with you. Will you come down or shall I come up? And he doesn't even wait. He's just on his <laughs> yeah. way up, you know, going to go speak with them. And then, you know, Gimli wants shoot him, shoot him, yep. you know, now, like, yep. oh, my God. I mean, he's just convinced that um, that this is Saruman. Yep. So and actually Gandalf later praises Gimli for this. I mean, right now we're yeah. kind of dogging him a little bit saying, like, why couldn't you perceive maybe what Legolas and Aragorn um, were, were perceiving? Sure. But. He's been well taught. This is something Gandalf had sort of, you know, to, to even just to be weary. Yeah. Uh, maybe not the strike first situation here, yep. but it's but the uh, but it's okay that you that you were, you yes. know, uh, weary uh, of me. Yeah. I've, I, that's something that that's been taught. You know, I think he says something like uh, to even consider your own hand. Yeah. When can you know? Uh, yeah. Looking at mischief and things. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's see. Legolas is disarmed. Yes. Bow and oh, arrow yes. fall from his hands. Yes. His arms hang loose at his side. And then they all just kind of stand there frozen. Frozen. Yes. Yeah. And it says, makes the point that, you know, the intake of Gimli's breath could be heard as loud as a hiss in the silence. Yep. Yeah. And this is, so he just, he has him where he wants him. He gets up there and he basically says, what are you uh, doing here? You know, well met, I say again. And, yeah. and he asked them, yeah, as you said, um, and what may you be doing in these parts? Yeah. Mentions an elf, a man, and a dwarf, uh, clad in elvish fashion. No doubt, there is a tale. <laughs> so cool. There is a tale worth worth hearing <laughs> behind it all. Yeah. Such things are not often seen here. Yeah. So I don't know. Part of me is like, like, like this again, guys. This is uh, this is Gandalf. Yeah. Okay. And so part of me has to just. I want to start talking about this. Is like, what does he know? It's so interesting because he makes the comment that he knows things. Far away, mm -hmm. broad, far. Mm -hmm. You know, he can see much further, but he really can't see up close. He doesn't yep. yet even know. I actually think he hesitates to give his own name because he wants to hear what he will be called because he's been called different things. He's just been sent back. He is not at, under, you know, his... Um, Which, okay, and it goes totally against what ho you know, like hobbits, they named themselves, right? Yeah. And we talked about that. Are you given your name or do you give it to yourself? Right. And you're exactly. right. Yeah, it, his name is brought up to him, and it almost jogs his memory. Yeah, that's what I was called. Right. So wow. it, it just made me think that he's like, like, why is he waiting? Like, like, why doesn't he just answer their question? Yeah. Um, it's, one, maybe it's he almost wants like, to. It's a lot like Aragorn. Yeah. When we meet Strider. Right. Sure. He knows yeah. information. He knows you know who the hobbits are, and uh, has followed them for a long time. And he doesn't come out and say that right away. He wants to see how they're going to react to him in that moment. Right, yeah. right. What are you looking up over there? Uh, well, I'm just looking I up. The, I see the like, flicker under your, your shadowy brows. You see that? Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm just looking at the, at the Einor and, and sort of like, you know, back in the day in his youth, right? Um, the Skandalf? Yeah, yeah. You know, j just the name that, that he was you know, given there. Yeah, well, that's what Is the that elves. What it, that's what the elves, the elves call him. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he oh, uses gosh. that. Coming yeah. up here. 
Yeah, he does. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But back in the day, you know, he, he had a, um, you know, like, like a different name as, as when he's, you know, amongst the Einar. So it's, it's, okay. I, it's, oh, I couldn't even pronounce it. It's, it's Olorian. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So, which is kind of cool. So it's just, it makes sense, I guess, to, as to why, where he's been and, and, and the, the transition that he's, you know, undergone, yeah. I guess, in, in, in coming back. Anyways, all right, let's get back to the text here. Um, so we, we're kind of teased here a little bit too because Aragorn's like, you, you sound like you know Fangorn well. Is that true? So they're right. thinking, you know, Saruman would know Fangorn very well. Yep. Not well, said the old man. That would be the study of many lives, but I come here now and again. Might we know your name and then hear what it is you have to say to us? The morning passes and we have an errand that will not wait. This is Aragorn talking. Yeah, but real quick, yeah. I just oh, Megan, oh, you had mentioned the whole bit about how well he knows uh, Fangorn, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, aka Treebeard. Yeah, right. If you like, in the last chapter, we learned how old he is, and we also talked about when uh, the Astari were sent, yeah. you know, into this land. And so it's sort of like, although he knows of him, to really tell his whole tale in life yeah. and to know him, he, he knows very little right. of it. And right. so would Saruman. You know, that's true. Um, that's true. Yeah. Right. So it, we don't really have any kind of. Exactly. So he's kind of he's being truthful, but he's yeah. also like like I guess they don't realize either that that would be the same answer that both of them would have to give Saruman yeah. and Gandalf. Well, and when and when Aragorn is using Fangorn, he's not talking about the person. He's not talking about the Ent. Yeah, yeah. He true. doesn't even know that's that true. they're real yet. He's just talking about the Force itself. Man, that layers is there, bro. Actually, very good. Yeah, good the point. layers there. Yep. Um, <sighs> yeah. Uh, as for my name, he broke off, laughing long and loudly. Aragorn felt a shudder run through him at the sound a strange mm -hmm. cold thrill and yet it was not fear or terror that he felt rather it was like the sudden bite of a keen air or the slap of a cold rain that wakes an uneasy sleeper <laughs> yeah yep here you go read this next line dude come on uh my name said the old man again have you not guessed it already you have heard it before i think yes you have heard it before but come now what of your tale and again, the three companions stood there silent, and they made no answer. Yeah. Um, he doesn't give his name. This is what nope. kind of throws me, is that, like, I... Why not, you know? Um, because the, later on, once they provide his name, yeah. he goes, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, he acts like he didn't quite remember maybe it. He, maybe he didn't. Right, exactly. You know? he's, coming, yeah. he's coming back into this form, sure. you know? Yep. And to be reborn, he has to rediscover a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And he wants to know more about them, actually. And it slowly so starts to kind of come really back. is it really a test, do you think? Or at first, does he not really know? I, I really think that he is... He needs some refreshing. I, he's rebooted, man. He needs... Re uh, yeah, he does. Uh, it's it's all still there. Yeah. But he has to make these connections and stuff. And he, he'll, he'll talk here in a second in. about what he has learned and had to relearn, you know? Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyways, he goes on to kind of say here... Uh, da -da 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 -da. So uh, there are some who would you know, begin to doubt whether your errand is fit to tell. Happily, I know something of it. You are tracking the footsteps of two young hobbits, I believe. Yes, hobbits, don't stare as if you've never heard the strange <laughs> name before. You have, and so have I. <laughs> and so he goes on to kind of talk about just how, you know, um, it's no longer an urgent errand. Yeah. You know, they're okay. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he turns, he, and actually when he turns away from them, I think this is awesome. The spell that's on them, this, this where they, they can't move and they are also silent, he turns away and he wants to hear more from them and yeah he beckons them to come and he turns away and that spell is lifted. Yep. Yeah, it's gone. Yep. 
which I think is is awesome. And, 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 and they, as soon as it is, you know, yeah, they go to their weapons, right? Right. All of them do. Yes, they do. Yeah. Um, it's almost like they've heard, they've heard, or they haven't heard enough. I guess. Right. right. They, 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 you know, before, you know, or they have heard enough. Well, because you could take the whole bit about it's not an urgent errand anymore, as in like I got him. I got him. You're, yes. you're screwed. You're done. Sorry. So, sorry. I know you're yeah. you're uh, chasing him, but um. he's not giving them warm fuzzies, and that's where the the film really nails it. You know, putting Christopher Lee and Ian McKellen's voices kind of yes. melting them together, not knowing exactly, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, so they all draw their weapons. The old man took no notice, but stooped and sat himself on a low, flat stone. Then his gray cloak drew apart, and they saw beyond doubt that he was clothed beneath all in white. Saruman, cried Gimli, and that is the clue that would give it away, right? Yeah. Yep. Springing towards him with an axe in hand. Speak, tell us where you've hidden our friends. What have you done with them? Speak, or I'll make a dent in your hat that even a wizard will find it hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And this is where he, he kind of hops up on that rock, right? And he, yep. he, he basically, um, you know, he's springy, right? He's, yep. very, he's very springy. Like you said, grown suddenly tall, towering above them. Yeah. You know, fl- uh, th- throws his um, his his garments away, uh, and this is where um, Gimli's axe leaped from his grasp, grasp and fell uh, ringing onto the ground. The sword of Aragorn, stiff in his motionless hand, blazed with a sudden fire, which is also kind of funny because Andoril is Flame of the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legolas uh, gave a great shout and shot an arrow high into the air and vanished in a flash of flame. And again, also, he is the... You know, that's one of his powers is, is fire, right? It's one of Gandalf's yeah. um, powers. So that also is kind of a little hint before he screams, Mithrandir, Mithrandir. That's like uh, Legolas that yep. cries that out, right? He recognizes who yeah, this he does. is. So he shot his arrow, too, high into the air. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't think he shot it at Gandalf, right? I think he realizes it and they're like, like let's go Yeah, maybe it. he's got it aimed in the last minute. He goes, oh, shoot. Right, maybe. Aims it up. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. Still, it's, it's you know, uh, it's clashes into flame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know, uh, oh, this description. You got to read this description, man. Are yeah, you wanting so, to move along, though? No, it's okay. okay no, it's okay. The, they all gazed at him. His hair was white as snow in the sunshine, and gleaming white was his robe. His eyes, under his deep brows, were bright, piercing as the rays of the sun. Power was in his hand. Between wonder, joy, and the fear, they stood, and found no words to say. At last, Aragorn stirred. Gandalf, he cried, beyond all hope, you return to us. In our need. What veil was over my sight? Gandalf. Gimli said nothing, but sank to his knees, shading his eyes. Um, uh, and then this is where Gandalf says, uh-huh. Gandalf, the old man repeated, as if recalling from old memory a long uh, disused word. Yes, that was the name. I was Gandalf. <laughs> you know? So I don't believe he could have provided man. them the name. I, I think... Yeah. He knew that they were friends and that they knew his name. So this interaction, so this, you know, he what happened had them. to happen for him to yeah. get that name back. Isn't that interesting? I think he wanted them to, he wanted to see what he, because he's known maybe by by different names, maybe throughout oh, yeah. Middle Earth. He know, is, so, yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. So, anyways. Okay. Yeah. So he, he goes on, he basically uh, reassures them here that um, he stepped down from the rock, he picked up his gray cloak and wrapped it about himself again. Uh, and it seemed, you know, that, that the, uh, it seemed as if the sun had been shining, but now hid in cloud again. <laughs> it's you crazy, know? man. Um, 
And again, remember before the way the sun is described is that it was it was it was a uh, peering through yeah. wisp of, of of clouds. Yeah. So right. it wasn't just like a, a, a you know cloud. All of a sudden, it's like it goes from like being kind of rays of sunshine that were peeking through the gl- the gray cloak as he was following them in the beginning, and yes. then now uh, once it's off, it's just like pure sunlight, right? And then now it's back to this peeking through again. Yeah. Is that I mean, the sun is even also yes. mirroring that as well too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So. Uh, but he doesn't blame Gimli, though. He actually goes over and kind of talks to him um, and, and, and pats him on the head, you know, and says that he doesn't blame them, uh, that they've done no harm to me. Indeed, my friends, none of you have any weapon that could hurt me. Be merry. We meet again at the turn of the tide. The great storm is coming. The tide has turned. Wow. Man. It also, he, so right off the bat, he's talking, and we, we get this as we, we go throughout the rest of the chapter, talking in a way that, that Gandalf the Grey didn't ever really talk. Sure. If you think about how how he would phrase things, it was it was always you know despair, kind of uh, you know uh, fighting a good fight, but ultimately there's not much hope. Oh, you're right. Okay. And here he is yeah. coming out and saying, "Hey, turns about the tide." Like, yeah. Yeah. You that that's the quote. That is the quote. <laughs> the tide's about to turn. I like the way you said it. Turns first. about the tide. <laughs> how the turntables, my friend. How the yeah, turntables. Yeah, Michael Scott, baby. There it is. Um, so yeah, just speaking with a lot, a lot of confidence, right off the bat, maybe yes. that, that uh, is also sets Gandalf the White apart from Gandalf the Grey. Yeah, it does. Right, he's seen a lot of more. He's seen, you know, he's he's had his great test. He has, and, and he's, he's, he's and come he's, back. He's he's passed it. He's yeah. he's proven, you know, that he's that he stayed, uh, you know, true. I mean, think about. Okay, this is way dumbing it way down, but think about how you feel before a big exam. I'm not going to pass it, dude. There's no way. Right. I'm, I'm going to fail this thing. It's going to be awful. And then those times where you do pass it afterwards, you're like, I knew it, man. I mean, I knew it. I knew it. A plus, bro. No problem. Right. No sweat. You know? Yeah. I feel relaxed. I feel good. Here we go. Yes. Let's go get yes. it. Let's go get it. Oh, man. Okay. So one of the things I was looking at some stuff on, on, on Tolkien Gateway is yeah. that they, they, they kind of claim that like he is one of the only Astari to kind of really stay true. Now, I, there's no comment really about Radagast and uh, what have you, but that basically... Well, and Radagast kind of disappears, doesn't he? So maybe he that's a way he doesn't stay maybe, true. Maybe. Um, but Eru kind of sends him back, right? And gives him this power. And he's actually sort of able to use... You remember how, like, uh, when the Astari first came, they weren't able to use all of their powers. They were kind of... They, they were given orders, right? Cloaked, they, sort of. Yeah. yeah. And so him now being one of the five... Originally, they sent five. Yeah. That power is divided. Yeah. You know, now it is all basically behind Gandalf. Dang. Right? And so That's so he, he has he's he's allowed to reveal more of his inner strength, I think. You know, which I think That's is amazing. I think is I think it's really awesome. So yeah. um even though, you know, that he, he, he seldom kind of uses it, mm-hmm. um, he still is essential and he supports and he opposes Sauron you know, and in, in, in all these different ways. Yeah. And I actually think that's awesome is that he he's even though he's still he, he's grown in power um, he still uses these tactics to, to guide and to empower versus use his power. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Um, which I think is super impressive. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. His you know leadership, what I'm saying? How he, yeah, he, um, yeah, you're right. He uses it to inspire others. Yes. Right? And, to, and in that way, he increases his own power, right? Or, yep. or the power that flows through him. Yep. Passes it on, pays it forward. Get yeah. off paying it forward. Uh, okay, all right. So here we go. Let's let's keep going because this gets even better. Um, yep. He said, "But tell you know, t- tell, tell me of yourselves, yeah. right?" So he wants them to kind of tell their story because that's what we ask originally. So yeah, right. Uh, so back to you guys. Um, 
What do you wish to know? Aragorn said. All that has happened since we parted on the bridge would be a long tale. And uh, he wants to will, will you not give us news of yeah. the hobbits first? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Gandalf says that he didn't find them. Yeah. This is this is awesome. Yeah. There was this uh, yeah. darkness, right, over the valley that um, he said, I did not know of their captivity until the eagle told me. And we had All this stuff is, is revealed here. Yeah, Guahir, we had, we had mentioned um, yep. the idea, you know, Aragorn had seen, seen the eagle in the, the eagle up on um, Amon Hen. Yeah, yep. and so they had also seen an eagle, too, as they're, as they're traversing um, Rohan, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, Guahir's been doing a lot of work. Yeah. Okay. And actually, it's it's interesting too that we find out that uh, uh, Gladriel sent Guahir yes. as well. Yes. To look because she, once she received this news, you know, there's there's time while or there in Lothlorien where she, I believe, you know, spoke to Guahir and sent him to look for Gandalf because yeah, to retrieve Gandalf to retrieve yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, which is very Crazy, impressive, dude. Crazy that she would have that kind of sight. You know, wonder what she saw in you know, just in her own. I don't know. Yeah. And we also learned to okay, so we go back to that moment on Amon Hen where Frodo had just gotten away from Boromir and he puts the ring on, and we yeah. have that crazy moment where he kind of has this vision. He's on the on the on the hill of sight. He sees things that you know were probably enhanced by the ring. Looks in, in all directions and sees the powers at work, and then feels uh, the light of the eye getting ever closer to yeah. him. And at the last second, right. Yeah, at the last second, he feels this urge to take the ring off. Yep. And we talked about the, ten the uh, intensity of that moment when yes, we, we were did. back in there. And uh, we were like, you know, what was that what other powers power? were striving? You know, was that within him? Was that something that was given to him from someone else? And we learn here that that was Gandalf. Yeah. That was Gandalf at work. Yep. You know, he talks about how um, he sat in a high place and he strove with the Dark Tower and the shadow passed and how it was very nearly revealed to the enemy. Yes. Uh, talks about being weary, uh, very weary, and he walks, uh, continue to walk uh, long in dark thought. You know, it doesn't actually, so yeah, he, he walked long in dark thought. Uh, is that after, I believe that's after he's returned, right? Because he's had his, his fight with, with, uh, with the Balrog. Yes. Because later on he'll tell us what happens, but I right. believe like that all happened. And then, because I always think here, well, he strove in this high place, right? And, and, and or was then, it when he was laying there on the uh, maybe at Spirit Roxagil? I know that's right. what I'm trying to figure so out. You could go. And that I would make sense why either he could, way, and that would make sense why he could come to him like in this thought. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, it would. God, but just, well, although because Guahir will tell us later that he could that you know when he's carrying Gandalf that he could let go of him light as a feather and, and he would be fine. Straight up, Forrest Gump, dude, just yeah. floating in the air. I mean, the powers. Oh my gosh. That 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 Gandalf has now are, yeah. are kind of uh, it's those it's those air Gandalfs. intense. Yeah. yeah, it's those air Um, So, yeah. it's just crazy. like Because, you know, this is stuff that... Honestly, this is stuff that I had forgotten from my previous rereads. Oh, so, when yeah. I'm reading through um, The Breaking of the Fellowship, and in that moment, uh, um, you know, I'm thinking to myself, uh, I can't remember exactly what that power was. I can't remember, yeah. yep. um, you know, I know that we're going to find out eventually. Um, but it's so cool to see that here be like, Wow. In that moment, well, again, Gandalf was there, and like, that explains why he is the arm, though that that uh, Eru and that the Valar and that they're yeah. sent back. I mean, he is yeah. actually that influence, yeah. that power, and so, that, that makes sense why it came to Frodo from seemingly nowhere. Yeah, right. He was Frodo was like yeah, that. That the eye was. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba going to see him and it was going to be all over but except me, for that last moment let me just re-emphasize something here is that like he strove he himself strove yeah. uh yeah in a high place yeah against the dark tower one tower himself. against another yeah you know yeah. himself he, yeah. he strove and was able to you know possibly redirect his attention and and and, and save he says you know I, he, he says i cannot say he was saved from a great peril um but but may lie um, but many lie, yep. but many lie yep. before him still. He resolved to go alone to Mordor, and he set out. That is all I can say. But it's just like he knew very well what was going on. He yeah. actually know they don't need he he does not need them to Filled tell on that. no right. Which which tells you that he was involved. Yep. You know, so that he was yeah. very much, um, you know, because we think yeah, it's just amazing how we think he's gone, but that whole time he's his presence is there. And this is Crazy. why I, this is that line that I couldn't help myself. You know, back when we were on. You know, Amon Hen, and, and yeah. I couldn't help but to flash forward here yep. and kind of yep. look and see yep. uh, what that power was. So, anyways, and but, then uh, it's, this is here where where uh, the the three hunters, uh, you know, inform him of some information. Right. Right. They say Legolas says not alone. We think that Sam went with him. Did he? Said Gandalf, and there was a gleam in his eye and a smile on his face. Did he indeed? Wow. It is news to me, yet it does not surprise me. Good. Very good. Yeah. You lighten my heart. You must tell me no more. 
or I'm sorry, you must tell me more. Now sit sit by me and tell me uh, the tale of your journey. I, I just think it's so awesome that like whatever that urge was that he had, or, or you know, so, sometimes he doesn't always. It's sort of a follow your your heart, follow your gut, you know, type of thing when you get those urges to do something good and you really don't see any outcome. You don't really see right. any long lasting. No idea what's going to happen. Exactly. Sure. But like, really? Yeah. It, it came back to that. Like it's come full circle. So he, yeah. Sam went with him, huh? Yeah. Wow. That's you know, good. interesting. Because Sam it, almost wasn't someone who would have been on this journey. I you know. know? I know, dude. And uh, <sighs> interesting. Unbelievable. Wow. So, okay. Uh, now, so as, as Aragorn is telling the story, I love this part that like he, he, he speaks of uh, Boromir's death and Gandalf is so wise he saw that moment that Frodo was going through and when he sat in that high place he noticed that uh, he knew what was going on with Boromir yeah. and I almost think he sort of you know applauds Aragorn you know more than, than, than you've revealed yeah. but that's okay that's true um, that's true yeah he does and because he knows it as well and it, it doesn't need to be spoken it's sort of like it's something that they yeah. understand and uh, so what's he say here um Poor Boromir. Yep. I, I could not see what happened to him. It was a sore uh, trial for such a man, a warrior, a lord of men. Galadriel told me that he was in peril, right? But he escaped in the end. I am glad. Man, and so what's also crazy here, my friend, is that I, when I read that and I think, Galadriel told, at what point, again, I, I go back and try to timeline it, at what point was he back in his, like, reincarnated? Yeah. In this body, yeah. and striving in a high place, right? And did that again? Like, is because he's so freshly new there. Like, is he doing things out out of his mind that he didn't even really well? Then no, doesn't Gwyer doing take him to Lothlorien though? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm just thinking the timeline. When is he striving with oh, that? Yeah. With that with power? The, with because power. if if he comes here to Glad Gladriel says that Bormir is in is in uh, peril. Yeah. You know, and so he's not well. And she she knew it. Right from back. when he went through Lothlorien. Exactly. The internal peril, right? Exactly. And that's what... It, it, it's funny because, you know, he's saying here, you know, he escaped in, in heart, the end. Yeah. And we're thinking like, well, what, he he was killed. Right. But he overcame that temptation. He didn't yeah. end up taking the ring. You know, whether it was because... Well, it, mostly it's because Frodo did a good job of escaping. But he still didn't succumb to that temptation. He repented and then he, he tried to save the hobbits afterwards. He kind of came to his senses... Um, and so that is the escape. The escape doesn't mean you get out with your life. It means you, you save your soul. Yes. You know what yep. I mean? And that's mm -hmm. what Gandalf is talking about. And especially now, you know, what he's been through, that's his focus. The fo his focus is, well, it always was, but just that the intangible good. Yeah. Right? Let me read something here to you because yeah, I think this is really, really good. It says, uh, no. Uh, it was not in vain that the young hobbits came with us, yeah. if only for Boromir's sake. They saved him. They saved him. So I think, you know, even when he comes back to the camp and he's talking to people, he's still kind of lost a little bit. But then he has this one last act. And that's what they show yeah. in, the, in, in, the, in the film. Uh, we don't really see it in the book. But it's great. To, yeah. The reason that, that, that they have that interpretation is this line right here. Yeah. And it, it, it's not just... Um, when they say the younger, the young hobbits, they're talking about, they can only be talking about, because oh, yeah. Frodo is, is older. You oh, know, yeah. they're talking about Merry and Pippin. Yep. Yeah, you could have said Sam, but like, we, it's Merry and Pippin, right. you know? Right. So, uh, it's not in vain that they came with us, if only for Boromir's sake. Uh, and But that is not the only part they have to play. Yeah. So, it's just <laughs> crazy. It's awesome. Crazy. It's awesome. I think the other part they have to play is uh, starting a, a Lord of the Rings podcast, maybe. 
Oh, do they be their co-hosts? <laughs> they kind of start. Their Actually, own who was it the other day in, in the in the group that uh, shared that one? Th- uh, oh it yeah, was, it was the meme or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was uh, the, talking about. I think it's time. Yeah, it time was for awesome. what, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> yeah, starting the Lord of the Rings podcast. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. You got to get the name right. You got any ideas there, bud? Uh, yeah, and I don't think. Yeah, exactly. You might want to. Ha- you might improv some of these, my my good friend. Improv. Im- improv it. Um. The Slimy Belrog pod- Ooh, podcast. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, sort of a different form he took on. Like a dead yeah. match. Uh, the Hood and Hat podcast. Hood right. and Hat, what's wrong with that as? Right, nothing. I don't I don't know how that would work on screen, but it works in the book, I guess. So, got anything yeah. else? Uh, I really, I, I uh, yeah, let's think here. Um, <laughs> let me think real fast. Like, uh, maybe uh, Flying with Gua here. I don't know. Wow, I like that one. It's you know. you know, I've always thought Gandalf kind of looked like when he came back as Gandalf the White, like he was wearing some Nike boots. So I'm going to say um, the Air Gandalf podcast. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> Destroy it. Just do it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We're getting uh, close. I love that we closer every actually improv those last two, though. We did. That was... And that's how it all began, my friend. Fantastic. Fantastic. A long, long time ago. Yeah. In the galaxy not so far away. <sighs> oh, beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. All right. Well, that's it, guys. Uh, have a good one. There she is. Um, been nice. Been nice talking. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see you in Fortnite. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here. Where we go. were we actually? I I we're we're the, talking the the young hobbits. That's the young right. hobbits, right? Um, now he says. Well, did oh, you hear that? What was that? I just no. did some sniffing. Don't oh, forget it. Lane still has a cold, guys. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to move the <laughs> mic away every time I uh, do this. One thing you have not changed in, dear friend. He's talking about, uh, again, of speaking in riddles and yeah. talking to himself, right? And he, it's because he brings up, you know, the idea of them being brought to Fangorn and being small stones that have started an avalanche. Uh, even as they talk here, the first rumbling Saruman had best not uh, be caught away from home when the dam bursts. So... He's speaking in this, these riddles, and Aragorn's like, "Well, and that you've not changed. Like that's something you know, Gandalf the yep. Gray used to do. Yep. Uh, you know, and so what have you. Now, oh, oh actually, this, he makes a really cool quote here. Let's see, what in riddles said Gandalf? No, uh, for I was talking aloud to myself, a habit of the old. Yeah. They yeah. choose the wisest person present to speak to. <laughs> the long, myself. Yeah, exactly. My, yeah. Uh, the long explanations needed uh, by the young are weary. <laughs> And so, you know, Aragorn tries to say, by, by my own people, I mean, he, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm considered, you know... Uh, Pretty old, old myself, right? my friend. And then he, um, it's cool, they, they, uh, Tolkien compares uh, the laughter of Gandalf to warm and kindly yeah. as a gleam of sunshine. Yeah. Uh, and then I've got the next, like, three paragraphs bracketed okay. as because it's a look into Gandalf's mind. Okay. This is where we see, you know, I said, uh, I kind of made a little note in my margin. I said, Gandalf has been leveled up. Yes. Right? He's Big gone time. through his test. And where once he was a little more unsure, now he's, like you said before, he's able to see these things far off. Yeah. You know, uh, he doesn't know exactly how they're going to come to be, but, but he, he knows certain things are going insight, to happen. Yes, a great he does. insight into the Dark Lord's mind. Yes, he does. And I think it's just unbelievable. Like the, like the wisdom that he has, it's... Mm-hmm. That's the, we thought it was great before. See, here's the thing. What, what, what's so beautiful about this, it's not that raw power seeing him... You know, with his staff doing all these spells and magic and all this sort of stuff, it is actually right here in this paragraph where yeah. he shows his true power. Yeah, 
and, and that's where that's something everyone every one of us can sort of take and and, and it's that perception you know the wisdom yeah. that you can have being patient not hasty looking at things seeing things afar you know yep. tr- uh, i don't know it, it's it's amazing so let's let's dive into it here a little bit so um what then shall i say uh this in brief i see uh in the shock, I see things <laughs> at the moment, right? Okay, I love if, how he says at the moment too. Yeah, you know, implying that these things can change, these things can be influenced. Right, right, right. Exactly. Kind of cool. He starts to talk about the enemy, um, and, and how it's it's long known that the ring is abroad, and that it is born by a hobbit. Uh-huh. He knows the number of the company that we set out from Rivendell. Yep. Uh, he knows each kind of us, uh, but he has not yet perceived our purpose clearly. Yeah, and really, he knows that because. If he had, he would keep every orc he could in Mordor. In Mordor, yep. and, and just he wait would for pursue them to come the ring. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so that kind of shows him. So, uh, what does he say? He even I don't know where it's at exactly, but he says that even um, that the the idea would not. He he thinks we're going to take the to ring Minas to, to Minas Tirith. Yeah. yeah, and that a All great warrior war. and a power will, will rise. He's and looking for right. someone. He's a looking great, for an Asildor. He thinks Asildor yeah, is going to come back, right? Right, and wield that ring against him. And Aragorn's and cast not that kind of guy. Right. And that's where he, you know, he's using the past to to influence his vision of what's going to come, and he's yeah. dead wrong. He's a, he's he a wise fool. Yeah. As Gandalf calls yeah, him. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so let's see here. Um, and then indeed, uh, let's see. Talk about so, he's He's in great fear as well. Who? Sauron? Sauron, not yeah. knowing what mighty what mighty one might suddenly appear wielding right. the ring, right? right exactly. Yeah. So it's cool to know that your enemy is afraid. I mean, that's cool. I, well, I don't think we've thought of him in that way yet. And and he said you know? he says there's hope in that because yeah. that's that actually is where they want um, his his attention and focus. Yeah. Because now it is much easier for Frodo, you know, to get into the land of Mordor yeah. and do yeah. what he needs to do. And right. so their task now almost becomes to keep the attention. You know, of yep. the great eye yep. on themselves, yep. and that it's probably fixed on. I mean, I'm sure he's learning. Um, you know, who these individuals are in the company. He obviously perceived that they were headed towards Minas Tirith, and that was their other option. Yeah, they were, right, know. and that's what they debated long and hard about that. And that, if you go back, that was one of Aragorn's. Uh, you know, that was one of his decisions. Which exactly. way do we all go? How do we handle this? And then for the, the wisdom that he had to defer to the Hobbit, right? Yeah, exactly. To say, it's Frodo's decision. It's Frodo's quest. And then, you know, thinking how everything had gone awry when the Fellowship broke. And then yeah. seeing here, right, this has got to feel good for Aragorn. And Gandalf even says it, you know, you thought that your decisions were in vain. You thought that you messed up. You thought that you'd failed. Take comfort. Yeah. You did the right thing. You made the right decision. You you made decisions and handled the situation in a way that no one else could have, Aragorn. Yeah. Yep. Uh, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so this next paragraph, though, what I think is interesting, too, is he brings in, this is the two towers, right? Yep. And he brings in Saruman and his influence and how oh, actually, yeah. unexpectedly, it has disrupted, you know, um, Sauron and his, yep. his you know, uh, messengers or his... his uh, They're divided. Right. Which is what we saw in that Urukai party. Exactly. Well, right? well and, and, and even think about as they were... When you're there, when the ring is up on Amenhen, and they're at this cross, they're at this point where they're deciding what to do. Yep. You know, they did. They were under um, assault from Mordor, right? They yep. were, but they're also um, they're 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 members from Isengard there as well on both sides of yep. the of the river. Because, that's right. That's right. Yes. Because he says that they East were the not West. allowed to. Uh, they hadn't been given the clearance to cross the Great River. Right. 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 So the Nazgul 
could not cross, and so uh, yeah, Legolas goes right. on to mention that he fell. You know, he thought that he whatever that creature, that beast was. Yep. yep. You know that he, that he that he um, brought it down. And Gandalf says, you know that that cannot be brought down by any. Yeah. The rider's know. still fine. Right. Right. Yep. He'll get another beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Really, kind of cool stuff just to see Gandalf sort of lay all this out. This is what's in his mind, and uh, he goes on to say. Uh, Nothing that has that, that we have endured of late has seemed so grievous as the treason of Isengard. Uh, even reckoned as, as a lord and captain, uh, Saruman has grown very strong. He threatens the men of Rohan and draws off their help from Minas Tirith, even as the main blow is approaching from the east. So again, Gandalf, know, how does he know all this? He's been up with Gua here. He's been flying around, but he also can see, I think, afar yep. and has his perception. I think also probably knowledge from Galadriel too, right? Yes. I would think, like meeting with her and talking to her. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but you're right, just that uh well, and I mean he's he's you know he's the man. He's yeah. the man. he did oh, his scouting too, oh, remember? Yeah. Remember when he disappeared and was gone? You know, he went yeah. to Rohan. Oh, yeah. He showed up as a beggar. He he was in Minas Tirith. He he he's been getting he's been he's been getting a pulse for the entire situation for for years. Yep. You know? Um yeah. Well, and he talks about this unexpectedness of like all of that influence by Saruman has actually brought, you know, uh, Merry and Pippin into this place yeah, where perfectly uh, where they're going to wake small the, stones yep, are are, yep. are causing a lot of, um, you know, um, I don't know, uh, this energy, this new life in. Well, yeah, they're waking up. The ants yeah. are waking up. So. Yeah, and and really, yeah, he's he's creating his own enemy through bringing the hobbits to Isengard. There you go. We said it. Um, <laughs> I do have a question too. Um, where does he say that it's Saruman's desire for the ring? Are we not there yet? Yeah, right here. So okay. Um, okay, which is also something they haven't really, you know, like that he wants to take it to use it. Exactly. He you know what says I mean? That, that the victor would emerge. Um, so he's talking about yeah. Isengard cannot fight Mordor outright, right? Because Saruman must first obtain the ring, right? And that and he Gimli w- kind of says, "Go for it," right? Right. Yeah, but he'll but he'll never do that, you know. Um, now, because of, of what has happened, all that has transpired, yeah. Frodo is beyond his reach, right. actually, which is, the which is a good thing. Yes. Gives them hope, right. you know? But, but he's still, and he can still cause a lot of problems, and yep. he could still really do a lot of damage. So. And Gimli says, well, that'd be easier. They could fight each other, and we would sit and wait. And like you said, um, it's, it's Gandalf who says, no, the, the victor would emerge stronger than either. Yeah. You know, that, that, that would not be a good situation. Yep. 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 So, uh, yeah, and he also mentions that, that yeah. actually Saruman leaving his own place and kind of coming and looking for to to catch up on some of his the the orcs the, the orc party and trying to get news of this is also a mistake too, uh-huh. you know, and that he's sort of he should have stayed shouldn't have left home, you know, in Isengard, you know, yep. hold up there. So yep. I don't know. Yeah, there's a flood coming. Yeah, all right. We already mentioned the Nazgul there. I think just um, he talks about. You know, they, they go back and kind of explain what that was. Yeah. So. And talks about that the riders were ring wraiths, which is something we were unsure of before, right? Yep. Uh, they now ride upon winged steeds. Uh, soon their terror will overshadow the last armies of our friends, cutting off the sun. But they have not yet been allowed to cross the river like you talked about. And Saruman does not know of this new shape in which the ring wraiths have been clad. His thought is ever on the ring. Was it present in the battle? Was it found? What if Theoden, Lord of the Mark, should come by it and learn of its power? Right. That is the danger that he sees, and he has fled back to Isengard to double and treble his assault to, on, on Rohan. Yeah. Right. But he has forgotten Treebeard. 
Well, and this is the way. I, the so this is what I was trying to talk about earlier, and I, yeah. I, I just yeah mixed them up here. But this is where Aragorn is saying you're speaking to yourself again. You know, right. these riddles are coming yeah, back. Yeah. Who is Treebeard? You know, and so uh, they go on and they they talk about the legend of of the Ents a little bit, and and just sort of you know, um, Fangorn and the nature of of this forest. Yeah. So I think it's also you know interesting that. Um, Ah, well, never mind. We'll, we'll, we'll keep going here. So he so. details uh, Treebeard, and then he talks about, Gandalf talking about, you know, that they're, the hobbits are with um, Treebeard and the Ents. And, yep. And that's where Aragorn says, the Ents? Right. You know, then there's truth to the old legends about the dwellers in the deep forest and the giant shepherds of the trees. Are there um, still Ents in this world? I thought they were only a memory of ancient days, if indeed they were ever more than a legend of Rohan. Yep. And so we're seeing, okay, we're thinking it's just like kind of a legend, a legend localized to the people of Rohan, that region. And then Legolas speaks up and says, no, you know, every elf in Wilderland has sung songs of the old Onodrim and their song of, you know, their long sorrow, you know, um, uh, we, we know of them even afar, right? Yeah. Um, and he talks about, uh, if I were to meet, talks about meeting Treebeard, he would feel young. Yeah. Right. Well, what I think is it, 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 interesting, because I always kind of thought, again, that the ends came a little bit later, you know, in, in development. Someone can totally correct me because I, I actually don't really know a whole lot about it but there's a line here treebeard is fangorn the guardian of the forest he is the oldest of the ents which we know yep um the oldest living thing that still walks beneath the sun so to me i guess what that means is other things may have been older but they have they've gone they've gone yeah. they've been killed there was a there was a yeah. great war right you know with a lot of these elf lords that that um they fought against the or first they, dark or they've lord. left right? or they've left yeah. or what yeah. happened yeah so maybe that's crazy a bit of it. So they're, and they're, they're talking specifically about Middle Earth. Yeah. You know, which you got to remember as well. So Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. So that's 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 pretty awesome. So now... Then, well, Gandalf talks about seeing him real quick. And then that, you know, uh, that he, he saw Treebeard. And he thinks Treebeard saw him. But they didn't really say anything to each other. Wait, really? And he wasn't sure if maybe he thought he was Saruman. Really? Wow, I missed yeah. that. I missed that. Um, I saw him four days ago striding among the trees, and I think he saw me, for he paused. But I did not speak, for I was heavy with thought and weary after my struggle with the Eye of Mordor. And he did not speak either, nor call my name. Perhaps he thought you, uh, thought you were Saruman, right? You know, said Gimli. But you speak of him as if he was a friend. I thought Fangorn was dangerous. Right. And dangerous, this, Yeah, cried Gandalf. And so am I. Very dangerous. More dangerous than anything you will ever meet unless you are brought alive before the seat of the Dark Lord. Yeah. And Aragorn is dangerous. And Legolas is dangerous. You are beset with dangers, Gimli, son of Glowing, for you are dangerous yourself in your own fashion. God, dude, that... Talk about getting you pumped up. Yeah, I know. I mean, wouldn't you just feel like... Well, okay. A thousand feet tall? Real quick, can I say something? So more dangerous than anything you will ever meet unless you're brought before the seat of the Dark Lord. You know, so and, and I even would say he could strive with with with. Uh, well, maybe he's talking about Morgoth. Maybe he is. Sauron. Maybe he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah. but but still, yeah. I kind of think it's like he even is putting himself above like Witch King. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, bring I mean, it on, baby. At least right now, I'm Glandorf the Whip. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah, then he just goes on. I, you know, there's a lot of details there, but, but uh, he basically talks about the Ents waking up yep. and, and not really knowing. Um, find what they're going to do. He says, gonna I don't find that they're strong. Right. And he yeah. says, I don't think that they know what, what they're going to do themselves. Right. right. And he's not hasty. Deep, right. And he's in deep thought there. Yeah. So isn't it cool too? how uh, there was a few pages back, but when they first sit down, 
I mean, I just imagine like, uh, you know, like a Zen master. For a long while, Gandalf said nothing, and he was asked no questions. His hands were spread upon his knees, and his eyes were closed. Just envisioning him sitting there. Yep. Taking it in. Just It's just really, really cool. And I, I love even, it's either the end of this chapter, I think it's next chapter. So here you go. Me me actually looking ahead for once instead of keeping my head in the sand. We see him uh, at, at night not sleeping and constantly looking north, south, east, and west. Isn't that crazy? Yes. What did you find there, bud? Heard you go. Well, so it's just Gandalf again talking, you know, uh, about the road that the hobbits must take. You know, it's not the road that they must take. I have spoken words of hope, but only of hope. Hope is not victory. War yeah. is upon us and all our friends. A war in which only the use of the ring could give us surety of victory. Man. It fills me with great sorrow and great fear. For much shall be destroyed and all may be lost. I am Gandalf, yeah. Gandalf the White. But black is mightier still. It's like, man. It sounds dude. like the old Gandalf, doesn't it? A little yeah, bit. Little, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like whew. a little bit that he's, he's you know he's pumping he's he's bringing good news, but he's trying to say that game's not over yet, guys. That's right, right. Um, I think also interesting too how I'm trying to find that line. I'm well, trying to find what you just read because be, be, okay, I'll read. Let me read to you again real quick because yeah, yeah. he goes on to kind of he says that uh, okay, war is upon us and all of our friends. A yeah. war in which only the use of the ring could give us. Surety of victory. Which I was going to key in on that line. That's what I thought you were. Because destroying the ring is using it. They're using it. To yeah. Frodo is is like not use. It's just a it's a funny play on. You could go either way. Right. We're using it as a weapon by destroying it. By destroying it. It's it, we're detonating something. And is that what he means in I some think respect? It could go either way. But what I also think here is that he's kind of talking about actually using it. Right. That like that would be the way to actually outright stand toe to toe and, right. and beat him. Like without the ring, we really can't yeah. probably win this. It's gonna right. be very tough. Right. Because then he goes on to say, um, he rose and gazed out eastward, shading his eyes as if he saw things far away that none of them could see. <sighs> then he shook his head, no he said in a soft voice, it has gone beyond our reach. Of that at least, let us be glad. Yeah. We can no longer be tempted to use the ring. We must go down to face a peril near despair. Yet that deadly peril is removed. The ring. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Facing a deadly <laughs> so peril. It's just there's so much going on. There's just so many levels to the way he speaks. Yeah. Yep. I know. I know. <sighs> oh, boy. So um, now he kind of he turns then to Aragorn and and really calls upon him to, you know, be who you are. Yeah, you know, be this this. Um, and and this is king. where he, yeah, and this is where he confirms those decisions he made on Emin Muil. Yeah, in the valley, uh, you know, obviously of the river. Um, Do not regret your choice in the valley of the Emin Muil, nor call it a vain pursuit. You chose amid doubts the path that seemed right. The choice was just. And it has been rewarded. For so we have met in time. Who otherwise might have, you know, for so we have met in time. Who otherwise we may have met too late. Um, again, going back to, going back to like meetings they were supposed to have before, right? Thinking about how they, the hobbits were supposed to met, meet Gandalf. Yep. Right? Uh, they were supposed to leave at a certain time. Gandalf was supposed to come back. Yep. And they were supposed to leave at a certain time. Had they not done that, you know, or uh, had they had they met in that way, uh, you know, timing with Aragorn would have been off. They never would have met Tom. Um, all this different stuff would have been thrown off. So he's he's like, you know, just a reassuring him here. Um, your next journey is marked by your given word. You must go to Edoras 
and seek out Theoden in his hall. You know, you got to return your horses. Yeah. <laughs> for you are needed. The light of Anduriel must now be uncovered in the battle for which it has so long waited. It's funny to think about a sword, like, waiting for something, mm -hmm. too. Like, mm -hmm. almost having a, a human. Yeah. Uh, there is a war in Rohan and worse evil. Uh, it goes ill with Theoden. So, a new vision here, knowing that, like, yeah, Theoden's in a bad place. Uh, we've got hints of that from, from Eomer, right? That Rohan's not... Uh, not sitting as peachy uh, as it used to, so that's where that's where Aragorn's needed the power of his sword. Wow, yeah, it's it's a nice little image here too of like Gandalf sort of, um, you know, as as he's speaking to him, Aragorn rises and he and he's looking at Gandalf, and the others gazed at yep. him in silence. I got that underlined too. Yeah, and as as they stood there facing one another, this gray figure of a man, Aragorn, son of a, son of a. Son of uh, yeah. Arathorn. Arathorn, thank yep. you. Was tall and stern as stone, his hand upon the hilt of his sword. Uh, he looked as if some king out of the mist of the sea had stepped upon the shores of lesser, of lesser men. Uh, before him stooped the old figure, white, shining now as if some light kindled within, bent, laden with years, but holding a power beyond the strength Gosh. of kings. Talking about, so like making that allusion to the Numenorians rising out of the sea. You know, coming oh, wow. from the sea. Yeah. Right? Uh, a light being kindled, and that being uh, one of Gandalf's powers. Fire. You know, wielder of yeah. the flame of Anor. Yeah. Yep. Jeez. Uh, Worthy of song a, someday. Worthy yeah, of It's just a cool little image to see those it two is. powerful figures kind of standing there, right? And I, I love what Aragorn actually says. You know, um, do I not say truly, Gandalf, that, yeah. um, that you could go, uh, you know, wherever you wished quicker than I? And this I say... Uh, this I also say, you are our captain and our banner. The Dark Lord has nine, but we have one, mightier than they, the White Rider. Jeez. Yeah. He has passed through the fire and the abyss, and they shall fear him. We will go where he leads. <sighs> wow. I, I just, that's one of my favorite. I love that. Just just that, uh, man, I don't know. And, oh, and I, don't, I don't know if Gandalf even says anything. Um, yeah, yeah back to that he really doesn't legless yep. just kind of also confirms it yep. and then he just says we've tarried here too long you yep. know it's, let's get going let's get going Got stuff to do thanks for pumping me up guys yeah <laughs> you know and then Gimli of course wants to know about the Belrog Gandalf says name yes. name him not so now we get into this whole telling of what happened right? yeah we've been wanting to know Gandalf what happened to you we've told you what happened our way uh, we've even heard of how you've had influence over what we've been doing yep. you know the power of good and uh, so now we want to know you know what? How how to go with you? Uh, and it's amazing how it's again just comparing him to the sun. Talking about it seemed that a cloud of pain passed over his face. Mm -hmm. Yep, he sat silent, looking old as death. So the memory of this, we we talked about that too before. Um, uh, we talked about how how visually, uh, you know, Frodo had changed after he was stabbed by the Morgul blade. You know, there there are times in the story where just naming an event, a painful event from the past shows physically on someone. And we right. know we know what that I mean he's being dramatic here too obviously. He's making a comparison comparison, but we know what that's like. Yep. You know we we bring up something to someone that is very painful, you know, maybe not even intentionally sometimes and we see how their whole countenance changes. Yeah. Right? How they're almost taken back to that moment. Well, this is a moment where Gandalf, you know, he won but he died in the end. Yeah. Right? His life force was given up. Yep. Um it took all all of his strength and so that memory coming back, he looks old as death yep yep exactly and I love is, how he tells it too isn't it awesome how he tells it yeah well he just kind of explains yeah you know, you know what had happened to him 
uh, t t to himself, and he says that, uh, Long time I fell, he said at last, slowly, as if thinking back with difficulty. Long I fell, and he fell with me. <laughs> His fire was about me. I was burned. Then we plunged into the deep water, and all was dark. Cold it was as the tide of death. Almost it froze my heart. Holy crap, dude. Yeah. And that's something you don't even think about. Like, you know, I watched the, you watch the opening of the two towers and you see it and you're like, of course, like Gandalf would be burned up. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, anyway, see, yeah, he talks about this abyss and, and eventually lets them know that it does have a bottom beyond light yeah. and knowledge. Um, you know, doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. Eventually, you know, I, I came at last to the uttermost foundation of stone. So he's in, he is like deep in Arda, you know, he's like way, <laughs> you know, down there, man. Yeah. Um, he was with me still. His fire was quenched, but now he was a thing of slime, stronger than a strangling snake. Here's a cool little tidbit. They actually storyboarded this, that the, the Belrog in that form for the film. Oh, really? And they had concepts of, of filming like an extended scene where you saw him as this slime monster. Wow. And they just thought in the end it was it was I don't know I don't know why they abandoned it but it would yeah. have been how cool would that have been to see yeah that would that would have been cool but we uh, get to imagine it now so that's yeah. that's pretty cool it talks about fighting under the under the living earth where time is not counted uh, you know every clutched me and ever I hewed him till at last he fled into dark tunnels that were not made by Durin's folk uh, Gimli son of glowing far far below the deepest delvings of the dwarves the world is gnawed by nameless things yep even Sauron knows them not they are older than he. Now I have walked there, but I will bring no report to darken the light of day. It, uh, yeah, here you go. Talking about, it, so that's kind of crazy, right? Before you, you, there are things you, you should save for the day to talk about. And he says, I won't even talk about that here. Yeah. Middle of day, I'm not even going to talk about it. Right, right. Uh, in that despair, my enemy was my only hope, and I pursued him, clutching to his heel. Thus he brought me back at last to the secret ways of Khazad-dûm. Too well, uh, he knew them all. Ever up now he went until we came to the endless stair. And Gimli says, that's been lost or destroyed. Yeah. And right. Gandalf says, it was made and it has not been destroyed because yep. I've been there. And I climbed it to the, the pinnacle uh, of the silver tine, uh, you know, the living rock of Zorak Zagil. And upon Kalebdil uh, was a lonely window in the snow. And before it lay a narrow space, a dizzying eerie above the mists of the world. The sun shone fiercely there, but all below was wrapped in clouds. So that you could just imagine above it. the clouds, man. yeah. And, and we we see that a little bit. We see him, you know, fighting in the film, and it's yep. it is. It's this island of uh, a tower that's like an island surrounded by um, you know cl uh, cloud. So high high up above it was. Um, there was none to see, or perhaps uh, it, he burst into flame again. Right, right. The, uh, the Balrog yeah, is yep. like a match is lit He's again. Back. Yep, yep. There was none to see, or perhaps in after ages songs would. Uh, would still be sung of the Battle of the Peak, right? It's it's unfortunate, you know, isn't yeah, it? that like people didn't see this because it's something that would, you know, they would sing about, yeah, because it was such an epic, battle. yeah. And he laughs, you know, but what would they say? Uh, those that looked up from afar thought the mountains were crowned by a, was you know was crowned by a storm thunder they heard and lightning they said smote upon Kalebdil and leaped back broken its and leaped back broken into tongues of fire. Uh, is not that enough? A great smoke rose about us, vapor and steam. Ice fell like rain. I threw down my enemy and fell from the high place and broke the mountainside where he smote it in his ruin. 
Then darkness took me, and I strayed out of thought and time, and I wandered far on roads that I will not tell. Man, it's just like, you know, what? I mean, so like, looking up, we would see lightning and thunder and those yeah. things. We would see this this uh, vapor cloud. Wouldn't even you know? do it justice, what was going on. Right, and he yeah. doesn't even tell us what actually yeah. happens. Yeah. You know, was he calling down lightning? Was he, you know, call, but it was cracks of thunder. Was that, was that just his power versus the Belrog's yeah, power? Yeah. You know, like, what was it? What does it look like? It's almost one of those things that, like, Tolkien keeps kind of hidden. Yep. You know? And, and let, let, especially when it comes to magic yep. and the way those things could uh, be seen, yep. you know, or felt or whatever. It, right. He leaves a lot of that up to your Which own makes imagination. makes it more magical. Yeah, it yeah, does, actually. Yeah. I don't want to know the reasons. Just, yeah, let right. me see it. Let me see right. it. Right. So I can imagine just just an epic battle, something that they would sing about, you know. Yeah. And and again, when when they're down in uh, deep in the earth, right? It's sort of beyond time. How long was this? Again, so they're outside of time, you know, almost like having this battle, and then it rages on, and then then they come back into time, and they they climb the endless from, stairs. from hell it's, to the heavens. It's yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Just absolutely crazy. It really is, dude. So, and then he, he talks about being sent back. He was naked, uh, as, as you're born. You know, when you're born, you come out naked, right? right? He's reborn. He comes back naked. Yep. For a brief time until my task is done, I come back, and naked I lay upon the mountaintop. It'd be pretty chilly, wouldn't it? Mm, yeah. The tower behind was crumbled into dust. The window gone. The ruined stair. Uh, was choked with burned and broken stone. I was alone, forgotten, without escape upon the hard horn of the world. There I lay, staring upward, while the stars wheeled overhead, and each day was as long as a life age of the earth. Faint to my ears came the gathered rumors of all lands. The springing and the dying, the song and the weeping, and the slow everlasting groan of overburdened stone. And so at the last, Gwaihir the wind lord found me again, and he took me up and bore me away. So there we go. Talk so, about that omniscience that maybe he has now. He was yeah, all that knowledge was brought to underestimate him. Underestimate those lines. So like don't overlook yeah. those lines, no. I should say. So faint to my ears came the gathering rumor of all lands. You know? Jeez, dude. The springing and the dying, the song and the weeping. Wow. It's just it's it's awesome. This everlasting groan of overburdened stone. It's just And I'm gonna keep reading this so you can react. Because okay. this is like I mean, this is your dude here. Is that all right? Yeah, it's fine. Ever am I fated uh, to be your burden, uh, friend at need, I said to Guahir. A burden you have been, he answered, but not so now. Light as a swan's feather in my claw you are. The sun shines through you. What? Indeed, I do not think you need me anymore. Were I to let you fall, you would float upon the wind. (laughs) Do not let me fall, I gasped, for I felt life in me again. Bear me to Lothlorien. That indeed is the command of the Lady Gladriel, who sent me to look for you. He answered. Interesting that he wanted to go there. And that's exactly where he was being taken. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know if he knows his, the full extent of his, his, his power either or, or how much he can use. Or it's just, like, I don't know. Was Guahir just blowing smoke up him? You know, it's like, could he have actually let him go? And would he have floated? Like, can he fly? You know? Aragorn says it as well, that you can travel much quicker than I can. What can he do? Can he, I mean, can he just bounce around? Again, Rumors from all lands are coming to his ears. You know what I mean? So, like, at some point, he 
it, they do a good job in the film too of like of when he gets that gasp for air, you know, <gasps> right? And he comes back, right? Yeah. And, uh, before that, though, his body's there, and uh, you can almost imagine this absorption of power and knowledge and things coming to him. And when they show uh, wheeling through thought and time, wheeling through the stars, how they show yeah. his, that that spinning, and yeah, you're just you you feel this. I mean, that's like the only time we see outer space in in uh, Lord of the Rings, right? It looks like it looks like the Millennium Falcon shooting through at light speed. Almost, we see these these stars wheeling by, and you get that idea or that concept of all knowingness. Yeah. Right. That that yeah right. Like a a visual of all that knowledge flooding him, that awareness almost, just a heightened awareness. Right. More in tune with what's going on. Yep. So pretty much, he he goes goes to goes to goes to Karis Galadon where he you know rests up. Talks to Galadriel, gets some clothes on, um, <laughs> takes, takes counsel, right? And he comes back with three messages. He does. Yeah. Which is awesome. Um, you know, so he, uh, he, he tells, um, he says, where are the Dunedain? Elisar, Elisar, why did thy king's, uh, kinsfolk uh, wander afar? Near is the hour when the, when the lost should come forth. The great company uh, and the great company ride from the north. But dark is the path appointed to thee. The dead watch the road that leads to the sea. What so the that, heck? Yeah, that message for Aragorn of coming from Gladriel, and uh, you know, it, it's it's encoded, it's kind of cryptic, but it's a message of you know, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to. This is your road back to becoming a king. You know, obviously we know the reference, the dead. That's the, the you know the army of the dead going through the paths of the dead. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, then to Legolas, she says, Legolas, green leaf, long under tree, uh, enjoy thou hast lived, beware of the sea. If thou hearest the cry of the gall on the shore, thy heart shall then rest in the forest yeah. no more. Yeah. So again, just sort of... Uh, and, and also thinking about uh, Legolas and Gimli's uh, fate, their ultimate fate. Yeah, yep, exactly. Having to do with... Uh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. Uh, the one person though he's a little bit worried. Gandalf's or yeah, Gimli's a little sad. And he's a little sad. he's upset. He didn't get any. My lady didn't send me. A but Gandalf's got to think about you know, maybe this one throws him. You know what I mean? Because it's very different from the other two, right? That's true. Yeah. So he's kind of like I don't really quite understand you know, um, <laughs> what this is. Where this is coming from? Share a moment there. What's going on? Yeah, but he says uh, or she says to him uh, to Gimli, son of Gloin, uh, giving his lady's greeting, Lockbear, wherever thou goest, uh, my thought goes with thee. But have a care to lay thine axe to the right tree. Yeah. Wow. And then, and then, you know, Gimli's just so happy. You know, he's a little disappointed there, but then he's he's almost like bursting out. Uh, in happy hour, you have returned to us, Gandalf. Like he's so yeah, like, yeah. just like, all right, let's go. I got like, a text on. from my girl. I'm Let, good. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm back. You know. <laughs> so my thought goes with the yeah. lock bearer. Right. Yep. Crazy man. Those All right. and, and now it's time for, for haste. You know, it's time for him to wrap himself in his old tattered cloak. Yep. Uh, he covers up the white, right? And uh, they're uh, kind of... Yeah, that's right. That's where we get our horses back. Right, we've got to yeah, yeah. get those back. So um, Gandalf says he's not going to walk. Time presses. He lifted up his head and gave out this long, uh, this, this long whistle. <whistles> right? Uh, it was probably long. There. Yes! <laughs> That's it, baby. <laughs> nice job. Doesn't he uh, call him? Isn't it three? Yeah. Three whistles? Again, man, the number three. Yeah. Three times he whistled. Yep. And then off in the off in the distance, he hears this whinny of a horse. Bro, man. The, the way they did this in the film, it's almost kind of uncanny. 
Um, where is the part? Yeah, he's Before got different long, levels of like of the of the whistling. You know, yes, he, he that was perfect. Then, yeah. But even the mannerisms of Shadowfax when he approaches Gandalf. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find very. What is it? Uh, well, Aragorn points out, hey, there's more than one horse coming. Ah, uh, yeah, duh. And Gandalf goes, well, yeah, we need more than one horse. Right. Yeah. Legolas with his his elf eyes says, see how they run. There is Hasufel, and there is my friend Erod beside him. Right. Uh, and then beside them strides another, a very great horse. I have not seen his like before. Nor will you again, said Gandalf. That is Shadowfax. He is the chief of the Meras, lord of horses. Yeah. Uh, and not even Theoden, king of Rohan, has ever looked on a better. Does he not shine like silver as he runs smoothly as a swift stream? He has come for me, the horse of the white rider. We are going to battle together. But oh. just this little moment where he comes up to him, all right? Right, yeah, when the Shadow two others Fax, follow. Yep. As soon as Shadow Fax saw Gandalf, he checked his pace and whinnied loudly. Then, dude, hand to God. I go back and we're going to go watch it after yep. this. This exact thing happens in the film. Yep. And I don't know if they trained the horse to do it or if it was just like happen, cha happy, <laughs> happy chance. Then trotting gently forward, he stooped his proud head and nuzzled his great nostrils against the old man's neck. Yeah. You can see him when the horse, this horse must really be Shadowfax. When it came up, you can see it kind of do this little bowing of its head. And it almost yep. looks like just kind of the way the horse moves, but there's something to it, dude. It's a detail that echoes from the very penning of this book out into reality and is caught and reverberated in the film. Yeah. And it's moments like that where I, I go, can't top these movies. No, you can't. That's why it's... Can't top them. Yeah. You're, that you're, moment yeah. and the fact that Peter so Jackson well said, hey, let's let's put this in here. He could have looked... He could have skipped over that. It's not that big of a part in the book. It's right. a couple of paragraphs. It's a... It's, you know, he cut other characters out completely. And the fact that he left that moment for Shadowfax... Yeah, exactly. Amazing, man. I know. Amazing. It is, actually. Yeah. Yep. So, they just kind of go over who's going to ride which horse, you know, yep. and they... they uh, they all kind of get saddled up. Gimli joins Gandalf on Shadowfax, which is pretty awesome. Yes. <laughs> you know? Uh, Saddle up, partner. Which they didn't do that in the film, did they? No, I think he rode with uh, Legolas. Legolas. Because yeah. they were bonding. Either way, you know? which is fine. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. But it's 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 neat. And they just set their course, right? They're, so they're yep. he they're heading to see Theoden, right? And yep. they know that they're, they're riding to war. Yeah. Um, and they catch a glimpse of that on the way. They do, yeah. They see the gap of Rohan uh, burning. Yep. You know? Right. Battle and war. And yeah, really, that's what... So to finish this off, he just says... Uh, Gandalf says, There lies the gap of Rohan. Uh, it is now almost due west of us. That way lies Isengard. Yeah. I see a great smoke, said Legolas. What may that be? Battle and war, said Gandalf. Ride on. And so... Amazing. There's the White Rider. Amazing. Riding to battle. I love that At chapter. the turning of a tide. At the turning of the tide. It's or a just tiding of the turn. Whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, whatever um, you want to say. So awesome. I, uh, do you have any, like, I don't know, it, just to bring it all together? Like, I mean, a lot, of our, a lot of those cool connections were kind of embedded. I mean, we, we went over them. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, feel, I feel very much like, you know, Gandalf himself said that a tide has turned, and you feel that way in this, in this chapter. I think you feel it slowly. Last chapter with with Treebeard, and you're like, oh, well, these ants are awesome. This is gonna this is gonna mm -hmm. solve the problem of Isengard. Yeah. Um. You know, we see their power. We we learn. Um. Uh, you know that that they're upset by what uh, the treachery of Saruman and that anger is is fueling them. 
or that I guess that uh, that need to put that right is what's giving them strength, even more yeah. strength. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, what beats Gandalf coming back? And then and then being able to look, I think also what what gives us great hope for the future is looking back and seeing he's never he was never really gone. Yeah, he was kind of with us the whole way, right? Um, and all these like inexplainable things. Uh, it was him. It was him all along. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's got to give you great hope. And then also, you know, learning again and being reminded that uh, the enemy is divided. You yeah. know, there are two towers. There are two. You know, Saruman is is secretly vying against Mordor and the rest of the world. He wants the ring and he wants to, you know, you know, defeat Sauron so he can be like the Dark Lord himself. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Crazy man. What about you? Well, to, this is probably is this one of your favorite chapters of the entire? Uh, I mean, I just you know. There's there's more to come. I've I've looked ahead. Yeah. There's some really epic moments, you know, yeah. uh, where his sort of powers and abilities are are like you know shining through. Yeah, uh, and you know it's is it, he he does sort of have this um, this increased sight, you know, mm-hmm. to see things. And even as they go along, like he can he continues to see Frodo and Sam's progress. Yeah. You know, he's able to kind of perceive that and see yeah. that see into the land of Mordor, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah, he'll do something really cool with Saruman later on. You know, yeah. which is yep, which yep. is awesome. Yep. So he's granted these awesome powers, but they're also still really checked and kind of he keeps them in reserve because it's his mind, it's his perception, it's his uh, it's his battle plans. Yeah, you know, it's the idea that he has, um, he I don't know what he sees in the hobbits. Yeah, you know, and putting faith, even just where you put your faith, who you trust. Yeah, that is probably more important than anything else. Yeah, I mean that's sort yeah. of what it, what what I where you see his powers. Kind of increase. He's more confident in those things, yes, and things start to change, kind of come together. It? And you're yeah. like, the whole bit with Sam. He's like, wow, all right. He's, he's like, did he really? Yeah. You know, yeah. And that gives him great, you know, hope and stuff. So it's just, I don't know, really awesome. And it's almost like that test, um, kind of narrowed his focus even more, didn't it? Like he was focused yeah. before, but I think kind of felt pulled in a lot of different directions. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, here you have him. He's more, like you said, confident. He's more sure. Uh, seems more like lasered in onto what needs to be done. How we even see it in the next chapter on on how they get to you know he's like uh, Shadowfax knows the way. He's going to take the shortcut to to the Golden Hall. And we're going to be there in no time. Yeah. Yep. And exactly. we know we need to go talk to him. We got to get in quick. We have we have a lot to do. A lot right. to get done. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. All right. Uh, all right, friends. It's time for uh, time for Bywater Post. Let's do it. You ready? All right. Let's so, do it. Uh, this first one here is from uh, Tristan James. So again, we've got a list here. We're, we're working back through them. Uh, yeah. uh, we're trying to do two an episode, two to three, so we can get kind of caught up here. But uh, he yeah. says, "Hey guys, my name is uh, Tristan. Uh, this might be a long one. Uh, first off, thanks for the podcast. It has helped me on my Tolkien jo- uh, journey. Uh, I need to start this off by saying I'm a nerd. Okay. Well, join well, the club. Welcome Tristan. to the club. Yeah, that's right." Um, I've always been a nerd and always will be. I learned to read by reading comic books. I obsess over movies. I reread Harry Potter every year. In fact, that's how I found you guys, Swish and Flick. Um, I love Star Wars, Game of Thrones. Uh, I'm a nerd to the core. Well, I mean, honestly, then, those are all some of my favorite things. So, you know, Tristan, welcome. Yep. (laughs) I remember seeing The Fellowship of the Ring in theaters when I was a kid. It was the first movie I had ever seen. Uh, our first movie that I'd uh, ever seen that had uh, an intermission. Wow, wow, did, yeah, wow, okay. Oh, okay, um, wow. And it blew my mind. I instantly made my mom buy me all the books. <laughs> um, I started with The Hobbit, and um, 
and loved it, but then I got to Fellowship and got about six chapters in and had to put it down. I just couldn't do it for some reason. This continued to happen to me for the next 15 years. Uh, I picked up the uh, book, read chapter six, then put it down. At this point, all the movies are out, and I love all of them. My family's new tradition, new tradition on Thanksgiving is we watch all, oh, wow, this is awesome, all the extended cuts of the movies. Wow. But I haven't read the books, and that kills me as a nerd. <laughs> I want to know everything, and not reading the books puts a big hole in my nerd cred. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Then one day, while listening to my favorite Harry Potter podcast, they mentioned your podcast, and I knew that this was the thing uh, for me, oh, uh, the thing that was awesome. going to help me you yeah. know, get started. Uh, so I started, I would read a chapter, then listen to the podcast, and then read a chapter and listen to the podcast. That's awesome. That is what That's it's all so about, cool. man. That's there so it is. cool. Uh, then came the dreaded uh, chapter, chapter six. six, and with all of the help of the podcast, I blew through it and continued on my journey. Yeah, wow. baby. That's awesome. That's right. That's what we're here for, to help yeah. each other. Uh, then it got to the point where I was hooked and started flying through the book without wow. having to stop. You know, that's actually, I, th- like, that happens to me. I'll, I'll actually reach a point where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm like, like uh, I'm going chapter by chapter, and then I'll hit a chapter that really inspires me, and it's like, mm-hmm. boom. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, three chapters away, yep. Yep. And, and really moving through it. So uh, Tristan says, I love the books. I'm always ha- uh, I'm halfway through Return of the King now and wow. loving every second of it. Wow. Thank you, guys. Um, you know, thank you for everything that you've done for me. Uh, you are clearly the Gandalf on my journey. Uh, again, <laughs> thank you. Uh, if you ever, if you're ever in the Rivendell of America, Oregon, yeah, uh, hit right. me up, and the beers are on me. <laughs> nice, thanks, Tristan. Wow, that's Tristan, awesome. That's awesome, man. Um, I may actually be out there soon. So that's, that's right. You got your buddy Matt out this, there. This wizard just travels I around. Would, I would love to go to to uh, Rivendell sometime. Yeah, beautiful. I've always wanted to. Sarah and I have always wanted to get up to the. Uh, Pacific Northwest, man. That's, hey, a, that's a goal. So. Also, I mean, they got the, uh, if you go up to Seattle, uh, Seattle there, they've got the, the original Starbucks and Pike yeah. Avenue and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Pike yeah. Place. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be really cool. Uh, that would be. Uh, get some good coffee. Uh, you would have to have yours cold. I love it, though, that he talks about, you know, hitting that, that chapter six. Yeah. You know, and that was like kind of like the wall. Right. And it makes sense because, you know, it, the, and one of the things we love about it, uh, uh, the Fellowship of the Ring, is it's kind of yeah. slower to get started. You know, right. especially when you think about now. I mean, you look at all the chapters we're hitting through. I mean, the, the Treebeard and the Ents are, are ready to go destroy Isengard. Right. Gandalf just came back. We're going to go to the Golden Hall. Then we're going right away to Helm's Deep. Then we're going to go deal with Saruman. I mean, there's it's it's bang, bang, bang in the Two Towers of Return of the King. You know, the beginning of the Fellowship. I can see why he would get, you know, why Is anybody would get forest? stuck there and... I think trust my knowledge I there. I think it bud. is. I think I just looked at it. I'm pretty it? sure it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and you know, well, roundabouts there. Sure. Yeah. A little little slower, and 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 Tom throws people off sometimes too because he's not in the movies. And if you saw the movies yeah. first, you're like, what? What's this guy? He's kind of bizarre. Who is this guy? Yeah. And you grow to love him. So right. that's cool, Tristan. Man, uh, definitely gonna have to take you up on that uh, on that journey out to Rivendell with some yep. some uh, libations. There. Yep. We have Alina Nicoletta next. Yep. Um, hi guys, I don't even know if this is the proper place to send this message. I got through anyway. At least it didn't happen, you know, to get into Butterbur's hands. <laughs> but I've been listening to your podcast for the past couple of weeks. I'm just at the Caradras and uh, had defeated them bit at the moment. I have also been listening to the Bywater Post sections, every podcast, and smiled so much at people's various stories. That's cool. You know, we were talking about like if people go to an episode and listen to a specific part. Right, yeah. We were talking about yeah. that before we recorded today. I'm uh, from all the way in Romania. Yeah. Wow. 
If you check the map of Europe superimposed over the map of Middle Earth, Romania is somewhere north of Mordor. Ooh. All right. All right. In, uh, in the inland sea of Rune region, in the area uh, where they make the great Darwinian wine, yeah. I guess. Uh, English uh, is my second language, but the first language of my heart. Uh, and the reason for this is Tolkien. Wow, how cool. Wow. Like many other people, I came to Tolkien via the Fellowship of the Ring movie, but it has been a strange journey. I saw the first movie and was immediately captured by this world that opened up before me. I could only find the last book to read in my native tongue, and you can imagine how much sense that made without the middle book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eventually, I got hold of the other books and completed the journey as the movies came out. That's awesome. But then one day, a friend and fellow Lord of the Rings lover said to me, uh, you see... There is this thing called the Silmarillion. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. yep. from, uh, from the get-go, it was elves I wanted to see more and learn more about. And so the idea of a whole book with only elves and their history in it, it became like the holy grail to me. Yeah. And almost as hard to come by. Uh, there were no translated uh -huh. Silmarillion books to buy or borrow at the time. That's crazy. So my only choice was to get it off the internet somehow, print it, and read it in English. The first book... Um, uh, the first book in English I ever attempted to read. Wow. Holy crap! Wow, wow. Uh, this while, uh, meanwhile, my Eng or this while, my English was essentially what I had learned in school, uh, and that was the mere basics. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, in hindsight, that's kind of like Frodo taking the ring to, to Mount Doom. Yeah, it? yeah. In hindsight, that was probably the best thing that could have happened to me because only the ambition to read the Silmarillion and understand it could have gotten me to gotten me on the journey to be fluent in English. Wow, this is unreal, dude. This is cool. It was very, it was so very hard. I had the printed pages of text and then a huge dictionary to hunt words in, and also maps and scraps of paper where I wrote down the names and family trees. I imagine like Gandalf in, in the yeah, libraries of right. Yeah. Um, I went back, uh, I look back on that and smile now uh, from the lofty perch of being an, uh, an utter elf nerd at the moment. It was an experience I will never forget and also the place and time where I never again, uh, where I never again retranslated books because so much gets lost in translation and the nuances of the original language cannot be translated or replaced. That's incredibly interesting. I think we I've had someone that say before. that last week or the week before. Yeah, I, and I can imagine because yeah, they're you know languages are so different that way. And the yellow. way you say something, yeah, yeah, is is just as important as as what you are saying. I have been enjoying the Lord of the Rings journey with the two of you immensely. Your enthusiasm and love for everything in the books is music to one's ears. I cannot tell you how many times I have screeched, Glorfindel, <laughs> along with you. Actually, I can. I did it every time. <laughs> Even though my heart lies not so much with Glorfindel and Elrond and the branch of the Noldor family trees as much as it does with Fianor and his fantastic brood oh of seven. Oh boy, here we go. Over my head. I cannot wait for you to tackle the Silmarillion. Oh boy. And get to that lot. Ezra's pretty excited. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there, but... You know, I thought, Alina. I thought Feanor was. The, I thought they were kind of. Uh, you know, I don't know. Didn't they cause a little bit of trouble? Ezra, I think you're they asking did. The wrong guy. You're I talking think. To a I think they did. Alina, with your with your story now, I think that uh, I'm a little more ready to uh, to join. Ezra yeah, man. That, if she can tackle fray. it, and it was it was in. You know, she was I, learning I think, English, and no, you know. I think she's got some Elven powers. Well, too. she I, does. I, I think uh, clearly. I think for me, it's going to be like. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. Homer Simpson backing into a bush. All of the cheers <laughs> and thanks for everything you do. Uh, and may you always have the excitement and the awe that makes listening to your podcast such a wonderful experience. Wow. wow that's amazing. Well, you know what? It comes from you guys, honestly. Um, yeah. So so thank you. 
Best wishes from Romania. Alina um, Enarian is uh, by her Elvish name. Wow. Wow. Enarian. Enarian? I don't even know if I'm saying that, that the right way. That sounds great beautiful. Me. All right. Cool. Alina, thank you so much. Uh, wow. That's awesome. Got to get out to Romania, man. We yeah. got to do a European tour. All right. Mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the future is bright, my friend. Yeah. Great, uh, great Bywater posts as always. Um, <sighs> Snowed under. We were just talking actually about how many uh, uh, different uh, different stories you guys have sent in. How many of you have sent in stories? Rather, uh, seems like we get another two or three every week. Uh, we are working through those systematically. So uh, you know, if you send it in, uh, we're 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 getting to it. And we're it's the our favorite part of of every episode is is uh, you know reading your stories. It's amazing. Yeah. So, yep. Kind uh, <laughs> of losing my voice here. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> We're going to get into some strawberries with cream. Let's take a little sniff of that candle. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's get the candles out here because these are... Uh, let me get this one. These are, uh, these are beautiful, man. Uh, these sh- we, should have, we should have pictures on the, uh, on the group now. Oh, man, there oh, it is. Man, that is delicious. Get a nice and... Fr- I, I, that, that strawberry smell is about as on point. Is it weird that I want to like stick my tongue in this candle? I want to eat like, it too. <laughs> you, you go first. Stick your tongue in there. You want to? Yeah, do it. Really? I'll Seriously? do it too. Okay. It's natural. It's not going to hurt us. Nothing. Yeah, it's, we're good. It's just waxy. Okay. Bert's you know bees. That's, that's what I'm. That's what I'm tasting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so uh, good. Rachel, thank you so much. It's amazing. Um, okay, so strawberries with cream. We got a pretty massive comeback in this chapter. What, in your opinion, is the greatest comeback of all time? It can be, uh, you know, a book, a film, or show, or a per- or your personal life, Ezra. What the heck? So can I do multiple? I mean, like the greatest comeback in this series is... I said one. Is Gandalf. Okay, so uh, I'm going to do multiple because I like to go break the rules. What a jerk. So Gandalf, you know, is obviously... That's, we, that's, why, you, that's why you made the strawberries with, with cream because it's the best, right? It makes you think of, you know, this awesome comeback. Yeah, that's exactly my intention. I mean, I know you're going to have something, you know, you're, you're good. I actually don't know what I'm going to say yet. I'm, you're, you're I'm good. buying time. Well, no, your good pal Aragorn later on is going to have... I mean, know, that's quite a return. So... Of the king. <laughs> Dumbest title ever? Yes, it is. And Tolkien didn't like it either. So Gandalf, okay. Uh, How about something from... uh, Something from uh, personal life and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, if you want to look at just... uh, Other other, stories even, too. Other other, other films here. Um, Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi? I was actually going to say Rocky Balboa. Wow. Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. Adrian! Dude. Come on, man. That's, That's it. You know, great comeback. I'm just, I'm just imitating Sylvester Stallone. I know you are. I know you are. Yeah, that's a great comeback. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other really good comebacks. Michael Jordan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't really like him anymore. So yeah, I don't know. Tiger, Tiger Woods recently started a good comeback. Tiger's not dead. When people say Tiger's done, they're full of crap. He's coming back, and he's coming back strong, guys. Never count Tiger out. He did. So, um, okay, greatest comeback of all time. You know, Cleveland Browns. Okay. Cleveland Jeez, Browns. It hasn't happened yet, but when it does, boy, I tell you what, the world will burn. Yeah. In the most positive way ever. Um, now, I, the one that comes to my mind actually is LeBron James. Okay. Because, I mean, a lot of people know LeBron James, obviously, best basketball player of all time, arguably. Uh, <laughs> the the global superstar for basketball right now. But what you I'm might not know. Coming home. Coming home, tell coming home. Do I need to pull the song up? No, uh, please don't. Um, what people outside of Ohio, maybe even America, might not know is that he is actually, when he came back, I mean, he's always been a very generous person, but when he came back to Cleveland, 
to play. He did he did a lot to invest into um, his hometown, into the community, into Akron Public Schools. He actually has a charter school that's a part of the public schools that he's uh, funding, yep. and and he's actually taking kids who. Um, are in lower economic uh, uh, status homes or who might not have the option of a, of a, of a nice school to attend. You know, their options are probably very limited uh, because the funding to the schools, schools is very limited and, and, you know, um, yeah, that's a whole other story, yeah. but, but giving them, uh, you know, backpacks, giving them bikes uh, and wanting to make this a, like a, a worldwide thing. Like he wants to open LeBron James schools uh, uh, throughout, uh, you know, Akron, Ohio, I don't know the world maybe. Um, so anyway, that's a huge comeback. Uh, nice dude, great yeah. guy, and then he left, you know left again. Um, great comebacks. I was just say the one that people were probably like, I can't believe they didn't mention this yet. You know, I mean, on the third day, yeah, he Jesus re- was a pretty big comeback. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that yeah. was, I mean, that goes without saying. Uh, yeah, quite <laughs> I'm a. Sorry, I'm just like we're talking about all these people. I'm not sure someone's like, like, are they going to mention? You uh, know, probably the only one that can upstage uh, Gandalf would I is, is Jesus. Um, and I'm going to say uh, Ezra. Me? The great comeback Me? of Ezra Kirk. You know, for there was we were great friends for many a years. Hey, yeah. And then and then um much like Gandalf, it just he he kind of took his own way and I took my own way. You're so clever. You know? I should have thought of that too. And uh just the great comeback of our friendship. Yep. Honestly. Um preach it. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I I'm not either actually, and I, I so, that's amazing. I'm really glad you brought I'm that glad up. Glad you, you think of me that highly. Um just, <laughs> so anyway, Strivers is cream. Tell us your I mean Rudy is another one. That's not really a comeback though. It's like an underdog yeah. story. Yeah. Comeback's kind of hard to define. Yeah. I don't really know. Maybe it's not. Uh time to share the load. Uh some Patreon business. Yeah. Um I think the only quick update we wanted to mention is that like uh those so we already had the cutoff for the up t shirts. Yep. And so we have those. We have sizes and everything. We actually decided like they're they're gonna be back to back, bang, bang. We have the the shirts that are coming up. Um for December, we're going to get them to you guys by Christmas. So everybody who is still in the elf tier or higher, uh, you guys have a new shirt coming your way. If you already have... Shed a tear from my elves. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Um, if you already have the up uh, shirt, then uh, obviously you're not getting a second one. You know, but... Uh, Jeez, wow. Well, I mean, I'm just I'm kidding. Yes, if you wanted to say, I don't know, but like, uh, figured you want a different shirt, you know? So uh, we're going to probably send both of those out at the same time. Um, so because just shipping wise, it costs yeah. less money. And so yeah. we, we talked uh, we talked that over and we talked to Rob and, and I think that's just going to be better. So yeah. Yeah. so w- that'll be nice. We'll get you guys a nice, uh, nice little package there. And so, uh, yeah, we've actually um, <laughs> we've got uh, a couple of new. Um, we did not get a chance to do a we didn't do that walk. No, we didn't do the walk. Last episode, we didn't uh, go out for the walk. It was I, just kind of late, and Ezra needed to get home. I don't even know if you realize, so. though. I cut all that out. I didn't even mention that we... I cut it, I cut out the part where we said... Never mind them. Yeah. All right, you got some so more editing to like, do. People are like, what, Sorry, are you, bud. what are you talking about? Snip, snip. No, I'm not leaving it in. Um, the one thing that we didn't do that we are going to do next week Axe is... Throwing. Gosh, let me finish my thought. Uh, Goldberry. We're going to have Goldberry come yeah. on and do some comments. Yes. So um, we have some we have from... Some Patreon um, profile. Yeah. Pre- premium Patreon Fills up first. Profile. And then we've got um, we've got uh, uh, Jennifer uh, next, nice. and uh, we'll kind of keep going as we get more responses in from Excellent. from our uh, top tier patrons. Yes. So, so, do they know the premise of that? 
Uh, what? I mean, we Goldberry asked. Do we them not talk about that? Questions. I can't remember. I'm just gonna throw oh, it out. Oh yeah, go ahead. Goldberry yeah. asked them some questions we sent to them, and they're gonna respond, and then Goldberry's gonna read it on uh, on the episode, which would be yeah, really so cool. So in, in other quarters of, of Tolkien Earth, related, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's like I mean, we don't do advertisements, guys. I mean, unless it's apart like, from these candles, apart from these candles, or like and Jake stickers Hodgson, and, Warhammer time, yeah, yeah and Katie Serva with right. the stickers, yeah, because we believe in you guys, yeah, and exactly. you guys are awesome. So by so, the way, go buy some of that stuff because right, you're supporting awesome. your family. Yeah, exactly. So that's the kind of stuff that we do. But we are supported by you guys. We're supported yeah. by our our patrons. So yeah. what, what what do you mean? No, just give me your hand. Your hand? Okay. I'm hold my hand. Uh, what the heck is it felt that? like sunlight was in your that was such steps. a weird way to... Dude, you know what? <laughs> Lane is... All right, never mind. You're weird. Uh, so anyways, guys, the point is, Lane, let me tell the people the point. Um, that we love you guys and we appreciate your support. And so uh, we wanted a way to kind of uh, show you guys uh, some more love through Patreon. We also have... Uh, we're going to have some special guests on um, the appendices. So some of our top tier patrons are going to be on there as well. We're going to have them as, as a guest on some episodes. And uh, by the way, we uh, if you saw that Patreon was like disabled the other day, yeah. Uh, apparently, every other podcast is allowed to do a, bo- yeah. a, a, a monthly giveaway except for us. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Patreon. Some, some, some terms. Uh, pa- what is it called? Patron? What, what is it what's called? What's it called? I don't even Patreonian. know. Patreonian. Yeah. You know what? You can, you guys need, you know, just because we're on your radar now as a book club, you need to go check out some other of your patrons, okay? Yeah. yeah. All right? If you're going to come down hard on us, you, and if you're gonna if you're gonna strip our patrons of their rewards, you better come down on some others. You know? And I know you're listening. I I know okay? you are. All right. And it's it's one o'clock, and I've had coffee, so this is not fueled by anything else <laughs> other than pure hunger. Okay. No, but we actually still though are going to do a uh, bi monthly giveaway though. Um, so we're just kind of giving people who are in. Those uh, top two tiers, we can't list that on the page, but we are going to kind of yeah. open that up to different people. And, Trying to stop and, us. Well, Calls a bunch of other Calls coward. Do. It's a it's a technicality, so I'm going to do it. You know, so I don't know what, Try and stop know me. what technicality means, but I'm right there with you, bud. Anyways, guys, uh, head on over to patreon.com forward slash uptalkingtolkien, and you can get all that uh, uh, goodness there. We've got, uh, I think, some time today to do some appendices. I've got some backlogged. And uh, oh, by the way, the Bywater Post. Are you backlogged? Is that what you said? I'm backlogged. The Bywater Post is. Uh, some fiber. I figured it's one, it's going to be easier for me to do bi monthly. So I actually wrote one for October, but then I went on that trip and I never sent it. Did you see that? I sent it in the email. I like sent, I saw it in the email. I sent the newsletter to myself to send to all of you guys for <laughs> October. And then I didn't send it because I got so busy. So I was like, well, I guess it's turning into a November. Uh, you know, newsletter. Yeah. So, and then uh, I thought, you know what? That's probably easier just to do like a, a buy, you know, six a year. That's pretty solid. We got too many buys so, going on. To, a lot of it. Bi yeah. monthly, buy water post. Right. <laughs> bi monthly water post. <laughs> That's what I said. Bi monthly water post. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been fun. Actually, Ezra, I think this is the most fun we've ever had. Wow, dude. All the way yeah. up the leg. What is your problem? <laughs> most fun we've ever had. It was kind of unexpected yeah. and felt like the right white the, the white rider was sitting right with us and shining his light upon our noses. Yeah, see, yeah, he was. And our eyes were glowing with the glint of our giant computer screens and our yep. glasses. Yep. <laughs> uh, time for some weekly well wishes. Formerly Fortnite Farewells. We want to thank you for, you know, stepping into the woods. Yep. The forest with us. Our next episode will be breaking into chapter six of book three, The King of the Golden Hall. We'll break it in with staffs in hand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, uh, leave a comment, or send us a shadow fax. 
We'll see you in a Hobbit Fortnite, and remember, Frodo lives. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.